the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, we are live at the Embassy Suites over on the west side of Little Rock. We are at the GOP uh, victory party, and uh, there's no reason for us not to think that tonight is not going to be a, a, a victory party. Hold on one second. What, Russ? Tell me when you want Alan Kerr. Okay. And we're... we're we got Alan Kerr. we got a lot of people going to stop by and visit with us tonight. Let me first tell you who's sitting around the table. Uh, I'll start with the lady who's right next to me on my left, and that's Elizabeth. And then we've got Shelly. Hello. And then there's R.D. Hey, everybody. And then Jan is here. Hi. She's joined us. Hannah is with us. Hello. And, of course, we've got Amy and Paul. Hi. So the, it, we basically have both of the power panels all together in one slot. That's kind of, it's hard to believe you can get this cool. much conservatism in one All this one talent table. at one time. they're going to be able to handle it. This is pretty, this is pretty cool. i got to tell you, this is a highlight for me as far as what's going on. Hopefully the music won't be too loud in back of us. Live band playing here tonight. Uh, we've been watching the national races. You've been listening about that. I guess Gallagher's been talking about it. Let me jump on. Zach, jump on the... Uh, the mic with me. Uh-huh. What, what was Gallagher saying about any anything to be taken away from the national races yet? Um, I think um, a decision was made in Virginia, but anything else, I am not. Well, sure. that was Kane. Mm-hmm. That was well expected that Kane would win uh, in the Senate, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But too early for everything else yet. Yes. Okay. That's what I figure because here everybody's watching Florida. I, I had to kind of. I had to shoot a dart into Hannah to relax her a little bit. Uh, the, the votes that are coming in right now are from Broward County and to the, the southeast, and that is big Democrat territory. We have seven minutes until I actually freak out. <laughs> okay, and uh, now the polls will be closing here shortly, in, uh, or should be closing now, uh, there in the panhandle. So those votes should start tabulating. The panhandle is where the, the conservatives do so much better. So we'll see how, how it all works as the night goes on. It's go, I'm just telling you, if, if, if th- tonight is a night that if you're an easily you get nervous person, tonight is not your night to sit and follow <laughs> elections. I'm just telling you. It will be nerve-wracking tonight. It, this is going to be Trump two years ago all over again where it looks like you're losing and then all of a sudden here the votes come in and it, it goes the other way what do you think jen am i right yeah I, I i hope you're right this is one time that i definitely hope you're right because on election night it was what two or three o'clock in the morning uh waiting for the final results in the in the trump race and you know it, i couldn't sleep until then but i'm watching florida i'm looking at the results here and it is it is uh it's not not making me happy right now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna believe that you're right. So what's the percentage separating DeSantis from Gillum? Um, well, points? let me. I'm at the House race right now, oh, okay. and in Florida District 26, 
The Democrat is leading by about 1% with 62% of the vote in. Right. So that's okay. Flor- Florida District 27, the Republican is down about 6% with 62% of the vote in. Right. One of those is much more promising than the other. But DeSantis is down by 0.7%. No, 0.3% with 82% of the vote in. Okay, and the panhandle. So we're getting closer. We've got I'm obsessed with five minutes until the panhandle officially closes. And we're with point, 0.3% for that race. I'm feeling, the, I'm feeling the, confident. I couldn't and hear it. You said confident. DeSantis is down just point three, like zero point three percent. What about Rick Scott? Is he still up a little? Because I'm thinking he has been down this entire time. I can check. All right, we want to look at that as well. But if the if we're still waiting up for the panhandle to dump, when they dump, it should go the way of the Republicans. We're fixing to find out if Florida has lost their minds. Yeah, well, like we I are. This is the moment. That. So we'll we'll find up about that. Now, in Indiana, the Republicans leading by a substantial amount Handily. with 30%. Okay, yes, it's 30% here's of the vote. what's in. important, all right? I'm from Indiana, so I can tell you I can tell you this. And let me just motion to Alan Kerr, put him in the seat here next to me. And that is, hey, if Northwest, Ar- oh, Northwest, Ar- Northwest Indiana hasn't reported yet, that's important. That is a, a liberal bastion of the state. It's right next to Chicago. It's hugely unionized, and it will go Democrat, big Democrat. So we'll have to watch and see what happens uh, when they start. But Braun, I think Braun's going to win. Braun was outside the margin of error yesterday, so leading in that race. I think he'll win. And that's a good thing. That's where we pick up a seat uh, in the Senate right now. Mr. Treasurer, how are you? I'm not the treasurer. Not no, yet. I'm sorry, Commissioner. I'm insurance Commissioner. I was up eating, just eating with uh, Dennis Milligan a yeah. moment ago. How are things going where you're at? They're going great. They're going absolutely great. What do you, our take here at this table is that no problems here in Arkansas tonight. None that I can foresee. You know, anything can happen. It ain't over till it's over. Well, you're right. And everybody's got to run through the tape, but. Uh, it is looking very good. The only person that I'm worried about is Charlie Collins. Charlie Collins. I haven't been following his race really close. It's is it, is been he... razor thin. Is it really? And for a guy that's at least pro-gun, you know, I want to see him continue on in the House. West Arkansas, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I can tell you this on the pro gun issue what what will hurt him or if anything hurt him in his area with conservatives, it is the enhanced legislation that he got behind and pushed. That that did create some problems for him in that area. Okay. And I love Charlie. I do. Uh, but you know But at least he's pushing for guns and not against guns. Gun rights, the, though. That, that's yeah. the problem with the enhanced. Is it, is it, it actually restricted the rights. It's 25 pages of additional restrictions. Uh, and, 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 and it's a mess of, of legislation they're going to have to fix, Dave. But, Jen, it doesn't matter anymore because of that court that court decision. It never mattered to begin with, but people well, thought it did. I know that. They thought it did. Now that the court has ruled in, a, in an evidentiary hearing that carrying a firearm in Arkansas is a constitutional, constitutional right. That's right. Forget it. Everything else is out That's the right. door. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Well, that you means know, that you it, can carry your weapon to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Looking forward not, to that. Not to say that Alan carries guns, but Alan carries guns anyway. I do. <laughs> yeah, but the question is, is he a good yeah. shot? Yeah. Well, you know, but can you know, you shoot, if all can these you shoot races, like a girl. Pardon me. Can you shoot like a girl? I only wish. <laughs> Come take my class. I, I can. I, heck, my wife shoots a lot better than I do. Okay. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's I have right. the same problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got that, that X chromosome or something that keeps me from shooting right. I don't know. Okay, I won't. I could say something, but I won't say No, I don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. No, seriously, I mean, if all these races were like, uh, you know, you're 20 points ahead, uh, nobody would watch them anymore, you know? No, you're right about that. Um, but we got to have one or two that's really close. And Charlie's doing a good job of that. Yeah, he's doing good. <laughs> uh, the, the one- I think, too, Dave, after the Trump, you know, the big mega victory in the Trump race, I think people are a little Ill- Ill at ease now about polls. It's like, okay, well, I know what the polls say, but, you know, the polls were wrong, almost all of them. That's Please. because they're not measuring things the way they need to measure. Most people don't have landlines anymore. Right. right. So how do you well, get people to actually answer well, people the polls? Try to yeah. sway the outcome by polls, and that's what they try to do. They try right. to say, you know, Republicans, there's no reason turning it out. It's exactly. going to be a blue wave. Right. And uh, But, you know, after the Trump phenomenon, it doesn't work anymore because nobody believes anything they say anyway. Well... That and it's really hard. It's very, very hard to do a, a, a correct poll. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of people have said it before. There's no more, no more landlines. There are no published numbers. So you, it's really hard to do a poll. So you, you got to take every poll with a grain of salt. In that, you know, the, the, the error or margin of error is a whole lot bigger than it used to be. But, Proven uh, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and I promise you, I promise you, sure as I'm sitting here, it'll be proven again tonight. Oh, I agree. I think that you're exactly you know, right. I've predicted that we will keep the U.S. House by at least three votes. Three votes or three seats? DeSantis is ahead right now. As He's flipped ahead. I mean, the votes are coming in from the panhandle. I, I, say, I say that was my, my prediction. It's more of a prayer than anything else. Yeah, but, I know what you know. you're saying. I three seats, one seat, it's still a majority. That's all yeah. we need is one Well, it's seat. true. That's oh, true. Extra. But I, I like margins of error. You know, right. I want, you know, You do like to have spares. that cushion. Yeah. So I want a couple of spares. So, so I'm going to write it down. somebody gets ill. I'm going to write this down. Alan Kerr says three seats. All right. I'll, I'll write it down That's here. Fine. Alan Kerr says three seats. I say three to seven. That's what my prediction has been. We'll hold it by three to seven seats in the House. We will pick up three to five seats in the Senate. I concur. I agree. Can we now, talk Arkansas real quick, though? Yeah. After she finished. So Scott has flipped ahead in the Senate race, yeah. and DeSantis has flipped uh, ahead in the governor's one race. Percentage point, I think, mm-hmm. right? And but um, still well, the he's he's barely ahead by a percentage point. Scott is, and the House seats are a little bit slower to update on the numbers, and they're still sitting with the Democrat ahead. But I am assuming those will probably get a little closer as these two races have. Well, watch what, what happens. Is. I'm just telling you, the, the, the panhandle is coming in now. It is. It is. Because you have, you have uh, the Naval Air Station over there. You've got Eglin Air Force Base over there. So you've got a bunch of military veterans like, over there. I'm freaking out if Gillum wins. Like, that freaks me out, y'all. I mean, this is, they, he's a disaster. Yeah. It, it, well, it would be disaster. Let me say this. 
Last I knew, you didn't live in Florida, so relax. <laughs> I know, David. But see, the no. thing is, though, Florida's is that kind of close. But Florida, you know? Florida has no state out. income tax right now, and so you get somebody like Gillum in there. And I know that Medicare for all is going to be a federal thing, but right now, I think uh, in eight years, Medicare will be insolvent just just for the people who are on it right now. And if you dump everybody in Medicare, it's going to go. It's a disaster. Yeah. And then if and if you um, and if you uh, if he wants to pay for all these programs. They're going to have to raise taxes somewhere, and I, well, I guarantee you, it's going to be expensive. Guys, we got we got to keep <laughs> Medicare going at least for me and Dave right. to get our money back. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're I gonna mean, wait for y'all to get we're, on it. We're gonna be off. all right. See, I'm not even on it yet. I've, the, I've refused. You refused. I still have You're my. Those extra I've two got, years, aren't I've you? got my re- no. I've got my regular uh, health care at my job. So I'm well, yeah, I'm keep that as long as you can. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I want predictions tonight on the Libertarian Party in Arkansas because I was talking to Doyle Webb earlier this evening here at the event, and he was we were you know joshing about are they going to get the percentage they need? All they have to have is three percent to become a recognized party and be on the ballot without having to get names. Mark West will. That's what. But see, the governor race is the only one that that, uh, determines determines that. Yes, but but how? What percentage do you want to bet that they get? Four percent. Well, last I heard, Doyle Webb said four to five. Well, you know, the last time they did a poll, he was polling at five the other day. Wow. It's funny, Dan, because earlier Dave, we were talking about Ace's opponent, and he's like, "His what's his last name again?" I'm like, "That's very telling." You know, I mean, Dave knows. I mean, this is what you do. I'm going to tell you the only the only Jared I know. Is in jail for molesting Jared. children, oh. and he used to do subway ads. That's the only Jared, Jared oh, I there, know. Yeah. Jared Fogel, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the only guy I know. But here's my concern: if the if, if the Libertarian Party gets their three percent, which everybody oh, is uh, in agreement they will, <laughs> what does this mean for the Republican Party in the future? How is that is that going to hurt us more in right. statewide you mean races? Splitting the vote. Well, yes. the Libertarian is yes. not going to pull that from what's the Democrat in Party. Indiana right now. With Donnelly's race, isn't the Libertarian wasn't the Libertarian in and and she it was threw, taken away from some of the Republican votes? No, yeah, that, she, you remember how Clinton got elected they threw in their, election? They threw themselves behind uh, Braun, the Republican. Oh, okay. The Libertarians yeah. did, but really? but, yeah. but the early votes though, you can't do anything about that. The people have already voted for him during the early voting, yeah. but he's backed out and got behind the Republicans, so maybe it'll be okay. We got ten more minutes. Ron's going to win. Just hang in there. Yeah. Ron's going to beat Donnelly. That's going to happen. Donnelly. Going to be a Donnelly. Donnelly is a certified baby killer. He's he is he's a he's a baby killer. I mean, he's a Democrat. He believes in killing babies. He believes in killing babies. That's what he believes. You know that probably changed. Many, many votes uh, for Hillary Clinton back in the race with Trump at the end of that, uh, what was it, the third debate, when she said that you could, she had no problem with having uh, abortion until the point of birth. You guys remember that? And, yeah. and Trump yeah. looked at the camera and said, her words, not mine. <laughs> yeah. Probably roommates with Mr. Gosnell. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> You know, I mean, just I, I to this day, I that's the reason. That's the number one reason I would never, ever, could ever be a a Democrat. I can't. If you don't even believe in life, why should I support you? 
Yeah. But how can you have how can you have rights at all if you don't support life? That's exactly right. You life, have liberty, life. the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> if is, somebody doesn't step up and save the Democrat Party, I think they're just they're going to fall into the abyss because they just get further and further and further left. But they're maybe so if we're lucky, they'll go the way of the Whig Party and just go away. The thing is that the Democrat Party right now still has power in part because they have education. They've got children from the age of four or five years old on up to about 23 in many cases. And Two and three years old. Now. Yeah, you're right, from, from preschool. And so they have they have this gigantic campaign tool that's incredibly effective. Which we need to change. We do. We, we've got to change that. But here's something else they have. And they're doing better than we are. And the Republican Party, we need to work on this. They are really reaching out to the immigrant populations here. And I'm talking about, you know, the people who are law-abiding legally here. They are putting out campaign literature in Spanish. I mean, they've got people working those communities. And we're we're kind of behind the mark on that. And I I think that we need to do a better job. Okay. Uh, Let me me ask Alan uh, to chime in here. We keep hearing this. Medicare for all from the other side. What's your thought of that? I mean, you've been a legislator. You've been a local legislator, state legislator. Now you're the insurance commissioner. Does that scare you, thinking that there's people that actually believe they can put everybody on it? I mean, it's single-payer health care. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that they're they're looking at a separate system other than the retired uh people from retirement age on medicare but that being said um yeah it scares me a lot because uh um that removes choices it removes uh uh choices in in your your coverage choices in your doctor um and it it simply means that uh, uh the system is going to collapse if you um if you do something like that our whole economy is built on um our healthcare system the way it is at this point. Now, is it perfect? Absolutely not. Does it need work? Absolutely. But you don't want to go backwards by trying to give everybody the same coverage, the same policy, the same system, and single-payer healthcare just won't work. Well, it's not working in Europe. I mean, how many people come over here for treatment because they're in well, line six months Quite a year a to, to get Who's surgery? Who's going to want to be a doctor anymore? I mean, right. there's the other right. side there's, of that. There's already people. There are already doctors refusing to take yeah. uh, the Obamacare. And there's doctors going broken out of business, right. and these small practices are almost unheard of now. I mean, they, they're being forced well, out. I think we need to do more to uh, to promote that concierge care, yeah. like concierge medicine. Well, I agree. That, that model where... You know, how about free market? Yes, free, free market. Absolutely, insurance absolutely. across state lines. If you can, if you can call, if you can get your car insurance anywhere you want, why can't you be? Why can't you get your well, insurance from whomever you right. want? Or even you, your child should be able to go to get an education anywhere they want. You should be able to go get health care anywhere you want. That's the free market system, right? But we don't have yeah, a free on market the free market system. system. On the free market system. The 50% of, that are paying into the system are not paying for the insurance for the 50% of the people that aren't working. They're only paying for the themselves. Right, right. All right, let's so, look over. What do you got for us, Hannah? We have four, four House races called in Florida. Florida District 7, the Democrats hold it. Okay. Florida District 16 and Florida District 18, the GOP hold it. And then Florida District 27 flipped to the Democrats. Okay. All right. 50-50 right there. But what about the big races? 
governor and Senate. What's it looking like? Um, so far, the Republicans, DeSantis and Scott, are ahead, but have not been called yet. All right. Abrams and Georgia's getting her butt kicked, right? Still. Thank God. <laughs> Even with Oprah's help? I mean, Oprah supported her. Right. The governor's rights in Georgia that I've been so concerned about. Oprah. Oprah who said that. What's up? Oh, man. My man is here. John Thursday. How are you, John? Good to see you. And I haven't. We had you on right at the beginning of the race, and you were so busy. You were kind of a one. Legged yeah. man in a, a butt kicking on. contest. Yes, and I voted for I'll, you. I voted for S Man too. Thank you. This is a good man. He is right a good here. guy. He, he's he probably he's rude. <laughs> hey, we voted you our favorite Republican we in our well, so. we did. did. You know, John well, Thurston's probably the nicest guy running for office in the state of Arkansas, maybe. Right. That's, That's what we said. Here, yeah, I don't have headphones. What he said that you're the nicest. Republican running for our good Yeah, and sometimes that uh, gives you a disadvantage at the Capitol when you're a nice guy. So yeah. you kind of got to yeah, learn much. John, tell everybody, nobody believed me, basically. You are a preacher, are you not? Well, I, I was licensed at one time. I have, of okay. course, when I was in the ministry for 13 years and, um, you know, ran for office in 2010. It showed. And, and it's still, I'm still in the ministry. I mean, that's what, that's Every, how I look yeah. at Every believer. Well, you, you, yeah. learn, you learn how to serve your flock. Now you're serving we the people. That's right. That's right. So you have a foundation of service already. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Yeah, when some... my time's done in this, quote, arena, yeah, I hope to continue to serve. All right, John, can you stay here for just a few minutes? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to hold John Thurston here. we got to get a break in. Let's get the break in here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, we're back with you. I'm just going to stay here. Look, John Thurston will be back. He couldn't stick around. The, the result, all the results are starting to really come in. He wants to be there to see them. We've got to take a news break, so I'm not going to try to hold him here for five or six minutes while he wants to know what what the results are. I can't blame him. So we'll be back in a moment with you here at the uh, Embassy Suites after the news. I think that we are back here at the Embassy Suites. Hard to hear right now because it's getting loud. The the rock and roll band's playing. Everybody is talking. And the bottom line is, everybody, we're back on the line. It's where everybody knows this. Uh, We just heard that the governor's race has been called for Asa Hutchinson. So uh, Asa has been reelected to another uh, four-year term. No surprises so, there. Th- no, there is no surprise there. Again, as we said earlier today, and uh, it was pointed out uh, by Shelley, when, when you ask J- Jared who, you're going to go, okay, I don't know. What was his last name again? I mean, I just saw, I just saw the first, the first, his first lawn sign today. Uh, yeah. And his first, yeah. you know, uh, uh, sticker, bumper sticker. I hadn't seen anything for the guy. It's, you know, I think he knew he was a sacrificial lamb. 
Yeah, and there's no, there's no, there's not going to be any blue wave. I don't even think there's going to be a blue trickle in Arkansas. Uh, there's not going to, yeah. There's not no. going to be in well, Arkansas. Well, the we'll Democrats had, they had to run somebody, otherwise we, we they wouldn't have, have ballot access next time. Yeah, that's true. I just don't remember a governor's race in Arkansas where we didn't know the opponent's name, where you didn't hear the opposing side, even if. One was definitely going to win over the other, but to not ever, like, this guy's like a ghost. He was. I, I never saw him it in our so area. Did, how did he do on fundraising? Do you, on what? Fundraising? Didn't he raise a significant amount of money? He had to, to, be, to be the candidate. Right. I would think. I just can't, you know. Like so where did they use it on? I, I never saw any yard signs. I never saw any no signs. Sign no yet. Henderson signs. It in, was in, bizarre. Uh, it's very weird. Very strange. Very I saw several. See, in contrast, I saw several, but that's me driving through the heart of Little Rock every day. Okay, now here's what I'll tell you. That race reminded me just the opposite when B.B. ran. And who was it that ran for the Republicans? The guy whose son owns Tzatziki's. Is that Cat? Is that who that was? Cat that owns his son's? I can't remember who you're talking about. He, he didn't have much chance of winning. No, and but he, he ran. He, all ran. Right? he was the one who went out and ran. Uh, for the Republicans, he didn't have a shot at beating BB at that time. BB had about a 65% approval rating at that moment. So, I mean, Asa was in the 60s too. Right. There's not a much, much of a chance of beating him at this time. So we'll see how, to, how it goes on. I'm liking the music in the background. They're playing one of my songs. Hey, the, right you now. know, the big thing I'm looking for tonight is to see what's going to happen with the Libertarian Party numbers. Because if they get three percent, they're going to have a regular well, slot in the ballot. Yeah, we got to see and find out what that what they were. Now that uh, they've already called it for race, so we should get a, a view of that. Right. Um, you know, from the race. So, can we get anything on that, Hannah? Can we? Nothing's see? come up. Nothing We've been up for Indiana on the governor's for, uh, race in Arkansas. Arkansas. See any numbers? As far as percentage, no, no, yeah, no I'd percentages. Like no. I really want to see. I'm, I'm like Jan is. I'd like to see what the libertarians do. Because <laughs> I, I gotta believe it doesn't hurt. If you got three viable parties instead of just two viable parties. Now, here's some interesting info, Dave. The only problem is yeah. on the uh, Arkansas race, the one I've been concerned about and been watching between French Hill and uh, Clark Tucker. Yeah. Uh, right now, of course, this is very early, but Tucker's got 62.4% and Hill's got 362 That's yeah. they're showing 0%. I mean, that must yeah. be early is, voting. Is, I, I is, P- is Pulaski being reported first? That's... Because that's going to blow him up, uh, blow Clark Tucker up. Yeah. I mean, he'll do well. Wait till they start dumping in Saline County numbers. Right, right. That will narrow, like, immediately. Well, that's a, that's a seat that we cannot afford to lose. No, I no. agree. We shouldn't lose it either. No. Because, uh, you know, the man has done a good is job. Is Saline County pretty conservative down there? Saline County is a bastion of Republicans. <laughs> Oh, we're fashion republicanism. Yeah, oh yeah. For the governor's race, we only have 8% in for the Fox poll, which shows the libertarian numbers. Yeah. Um, And they're not accurate at all right now. It's got Asa winning, but has him have left percentage than the Democrat, so it's not... Any yeah. Hey, Hannah, what about numbers? the race in Arizona, Cinema McSally? Oh, Cinema and uh, So their polls haven't closed yet. Keep right. right. So their polls haven't closed. Oh, so. anything on uh, Missouri? Um, let's check. I want to see her go down tonight. You're going to you're gonna hate this tonight, Hannah, because we're going to just throw names at you all night Give it long. to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, things will, start turning, things will start turning around when the people that have to work get off work that's paying yeah. for the welfare. Yeah. For, 
for the people that voted or yeah, when they get to vote, right. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, polls in Missouri should have just closed now. Yeah, they have nothing reporting right now. Have you all, yeah. has, any, has anyone talked uh, with the election commission about the poll, the number of people that have shown up to vote in Arkansas? Do we have any idea? Yeah, we were, uh, early voting was nearly 200% higher. That's what, yeah, at, at the voting place where I voted, they ran out of stickers, you know, by the time I voted today. Yes, they had, they were out. So that's they said big. record numbers no, there. That's no big. matter how you vote, there's a lot of people buried in cemeteries that gave us the right to vote. Right. We paid the price, so Amen. we need to get out and vote. Hey, one I way saw. Or another. Do you agree with me or not? I had somebody send me a meme. I agree with you, Artie. You know, I uh, saw a meme and it said, My grandfather, I can't believe it, voted Democrat this year, and he's been dead for five years. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is this has got to stop. Remember the woman uh, during the Trump election? She bragged about voting six oh, yeah, times. Yeah. See, this is this is what makes people lose confidence in our election process, and that's what keeps people away from the polls. If they feel like it doesn't matter if they vote because it's going to be you know rigged anyway, then they stop voting. So we need to do we need to do a better job of, of um, gaining hey, the confidence of people and doing something quit. about that. Now, we're going to try to follow these as much as uh, we can. Heidi Highcamp. I mean, I'm assuming that she's getting erected. Oh, she was pretty dead oh, in the water she, before today even coming to for yeah. about. Yeah. She was trailing by about like 16%. I was going to say 15 Yeah. I figured. But she was trailing the last time she ran, and then all of a sudden at the last minute she pulled it out. So her team and the Democrats keep saying, don't under, you know, don't. Yeah. Don't knock her out yet. Just I think wait. she put her nail in the coffin when she decided she was going to I would love to see Bill ca- Nelson go down in Florida. Well, really she, already knew, she already knew she was dead in the water. Wait, so Everybody she went ahead and voted, she went ahead and voted against Kavanaugh because she knew she didn't have a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't going to affect her either way. Yeah. Yeah, she knew that. Hey, what about Mansion? What's her deal? It's, I, how, how's the Mansion? Joe Mansion raised. Have you looked at that one? The last I looked, he was ahead. Okay. Now that could have very well changed in the last. What five was minutes. it? <laughs> he was still he's ahead. ahead right? He was ahead. The last. You know what about Joe Mansion? He's more of a mo- like a moderate Republican. If you just come to the the, the bright side of well, things. Well, all I can say about him is he was smart enough to, to try to get on the Trump bandwagon and, and support Kavanaugh. Yeah, yeah he, he knew that he needed that play. And so, it didn't help him. Manchin right now is 51% Manchin, 44% his opponent with 20% of the vote in. No, so he's a, he's, a he's ahead with 20% of the vote in. I heard that uh, 40, I mean, that uh, there was a heavy union turnout which may bode ill for Manchin because that would be coal miners, and they're not happy with Manchin in any way, shape, or form. So we'll have to watch and see. I mean, that's what people that Trump went down and specifically talked to. So we'll have to see see how that uh, that all goes. It's, it's dangerous sometimes as a politician to straddle the fence between the two parties lines. You know, Blanche Lincoln tried that one time and it didn't work out very well. She made everybody mad on both sides. Oh, she was already dead in the water too. Well, we're talking about when she was the, when she was the final vote for Obamacare, she sealed her own fate. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I get bringing up Blanche, she does remind me of the Claire McCaskill thing where you know it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like, it, 
they're telling you they're this moderate Democrat, they're level-headed, they're this, that. Like Hillary used to tell us, which we never bought into. Well, we never bought into it. But um, that's kind of a good similarity to, to compare Lincoln to, to McCaskill in fact in the fact that McCaskill tries to appear to be this more moderate, reasonable level. More yeah, southern, until Project Veritas gets a hold of her and has her... Oh, that was ta- a great that was stuff. that was epic. Yeah, that that was James, James O'Keefe James. and Project Veritas with their undercover videos. Yeah, that's one I love. Trying trying yeah. to pose as a moderate she's Democrat when she's so, so in the tank for Chuck Schumer. Yes. So, Amy, how would you like it if I could get James O'Keefe on the air for you to talk to? Would you like to talk to I the people I would love from to talk Project? to James O'Keefe. I can get Project Veritas on. What? He's I can amazing. Get, oh, because I, I, I forgot O'Keefe. you know you know everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I know him really well. He's amazing. You know, he's a great guy. We'll get Ben I'm Shapiro still, on I still like to see... Uh, uh, I still like to see Candace Owens come on the show. I would I love that to have Candace Owens on the show. I and, can, and Charlie Kirk. Okay. All right. We got Liz. Um, yeah, yeah, we got Liz. Write them down. You could get President Trump on the show. I will bow down to well, you. Trump is oh, in the studio right. every time yeah, he does a show. Studio. He's right there. I mean, what what the, do you want? You're there with him. And he had Bill oh, O'Reilly right. yesterday. Is that, is that didn't save him for us on Thursday? Yeah, well, like no, really? I, didn't. I was told that it was Monday or no day. <laughs> oh, and Coulter's back, by the way. She's been on Fox, not on Hannity, but she's been on Tucker, yeah. and I've seen her quite a bit yeah, now. We got to see how that goes. If we could just get Bill O'Reilly back on Fox, unless he, no, that'll no, never happen. Happen. No. No. not happening. You know, whenever, whenever the Republican election was early in the presidential race, Trump came to Hot Springs and spoke to the Republican committee very early on. And I got to tell you that that, uh, of course, the chairman here in this state deserves credit. That he invited Trump to come here. Back we when were, it was very unpopular we, to do yeah. so. It was. Yes. We were the first Republican group to have him come. That's awesome. That's awesome. I know it was very early on, and my family and I got to meet him and shake hands with him, get our pictures made with Doyle, him. He was a hoot. As much as some people don't like Doyle, let me tell you what. Doyle has some cojones. Yeah. <laughs> he really does. He did on that one. It no paid off. about it. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more where it's a live coverage here at 101.1 FM, The Answer. We are at the uh, Republican Party after the party. The party after the party, after the vote. You know, we're partying here. We have already knows that we already know that Asa has been reelected governor of Arkansas. We'll be back with more here in just a few moments. All right, back with you. We are at the uh, Republican Party after the party. That's the, the Republican Repu- Party's party. The Republican Party party. Yeah, that's what we got going on right now. Asa has been reelected governor of the state of Arkansas. We've got that in. I don't know if we got anything, if we're getting anything else in. John Thurston was here. He left because those numbers are coming in quickly now. As uh, the counties are reporting, so as we get it, we'll we'll get it. Keep doing it. You know, they haven't called John Thurston's race yet. Uh, no, they had not. They had not. Okay, I know Jan Jan Morgan is with us. She's going around. She's uh, she'll be back with us here in just a moment. We thank you if you're tuning in on uh, 
our Facebook feed. We got about 2,090 people watching at this given time. Please, uh, you know, feel free. Just go Facebook.com/slash Dave Ellswick Show. You'll be able to listen to what we're saying, and you can watch what's going on here, and you'll be able to see the different uh, folks come in that uh, are going to do the thing. Okay, Kentucky for the Republican for for what? Okay, so what? Now you got to put your headphones on so we can hear you. Well, I didn't know we were back on. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, AP has called Kentucky for Republican Andy Barr. Andy Barr. Okay, good. All right. Was he the the incumbent? Let me check. He's the one who won. Yeah, I know he he won, but was he the incumbent? No, he was. The I one think that we everyone won. in this place is trying to look at the same websites I am That's right now, and so we're slow. really bogged down. They're Be slow patient right now. All right, what we can do is, you know, do me a favor, Zach. We got a few moments here. Why don't Why don't you bring up uh, the uh, Salem Radio Network and uh, take us into the news with that? And we'll be. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to listen. We got. Waiting to see if Ace is ready to come on. So Doyle Webb's up there saying something. Yeah, I think he's telling us that Ace is getting ready to come up and give his victory speech. Uh, turn up the the red that red one at the bottom. I think should be able to turn up. Okay, you should be able to listen to what's being. They're bringing everybody up towards the stage. Zach, be aware that we might need to forego the news. Just so that you'll know. The governor getting ready to. Okay. Yeah, it sounds it seems like it. Governor's going to get. Then it's really going to get loud yeah. here, huh? Yeah. It will be loud. Hello. Good time. Okay, we're, we're, we're waiting now with everybody else. Right. I'm, I'm assuming that Doyle Webb is calling everybody up towards the stage because Ace's race has been called, and that would tell me he's going to be giving his... We still have some room up here. Accepted. Come on up. So they're getting that, getting that all taken care of. While they get, when they get everybody up there, then Ace is going to come on, of course. Best looking people to the front. So Andy Barr was the incumbent. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't flip it. We held it. Yeah, we held them. All right, that's good. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you the governor of the state of Arkansas, Governor Asa Hutchinson. All right, here's the governor. Oh, don't get lost in the sauce now. Thank you, Thank you Mr. Chairman. This is great to be here tonight. The youngest politician in our family is John Pablo. Quite a crowd. Is this not something tonight? Well, this is an incredible night. I know it's early, but uh, uh, this is how politics with uh, exit polls and everybody watching it happens. Uh, very quickly. But with the returns in thus far, it is clear the voters in Arkansas have spoken and we have won re-election to another four years. (laughs) 
Associated Press, CNN, and others have called the race. And I just received a call from uh, Jared Henderson congratulating me on the victory. And uh, Jared, I will say, was most gracious. Uh, and he, we talked about the positive race that we both ran during this campaign and takes a lot of sacrifice to run. And I appreciate uh, his call today. First, let me recognize the most wonderful First Lady who has worked right alongside me in my campaign. She looks a little glamorous tonight. But she has not only worked side by side in the campaign and everyone that we've ran, but she's worked tirelessly for the children in need across the state of Arkansas, and I'm very proud of her. I have my uh, family here, my son Asa III, uh, who's holding John Pablo. Uh, I have my daughter Sarah and, and my son-in-law Dave Wangle and uh, their children, Ella Beth and Malcolm. Some of you might know them. And then I'm delighted to be joined by John Paul and Nubia, uh, my son and daughter-in-law, and Isabella down here, who's the queen of the uh, ball. I want to thank the governor's office team, led by Chief Allison Williams. You all did a great job keeping us on the right track. I'm very proud of the campaign team, led by Robert Morey, my campaign manager. Our finance team, led by Marie Holder and all of the team members, and because of what you all have done and their efforts, we have raised over $5 million in this campaign. I want to thank all of you who volunteered, made calls, and supported me in this effort. Being elected four years ago was the highlight of my political career. But being elected tonight with a very significant majority of the vote is even more gratifying because Arkansans are saying, we have done a good job, let's keep going the right direction. If you look back in history, I'm the only second Republican governor to win a second four-year term. And so this is a moment to enjoy. And so tonight, the voters have affirmed our accomplishments, our goals, and vision for Arkansas. It is truly a mandate for improving education and raising teacher salaries in Arkansas. It is truly a mandate for investing in our highways and our infrastructure. It is truly a mandate for lowering taxes to a more competitive rate. And it is a mandate for transforming our state government and being more efficient. I want to say thanks also to our constitutional officers that have joined me in leading this effort over the last four years and the members of the General Assembly that are here tonight to support this effort and to be a part of this victory. The vote tonight is also a reminder that we as Arkansans accomplish more together than when we are tearing ourselves apart. 
and we have run a positive campaign. We have engaged in civil discourse across this state. People still in America and in Arkansas respond to a positive message, and we have tried to lead that way. Whether Republican or Democratic, we can set aside our differences and work together to make life in Arkansas the best ever for the present and the best ever for the next generation. It's a young night with a lot more to follow, and you're going to have more speeches up here. But let me tell you from the bottom of my heart, I'm grateful to you for this opportunity to serve the people of Arkansas and the state that I love. I see so many of my cabinet agencies and cabinet officials that are out here. You have made this possible tonight. I'm grateful for your leadership as well. I want to thank my family for the sacrifices that they made in a lot of different ways and have supported me win or lose. And tonight we win and that's more fun. <laughs> and so with that, give you all a round of applause. What a great night tonight. Thank you very much. All right, that was the uh, governor. Yep. That was the governor and his uh, speech for victory tonight. Let's get our ID in, and we'll come back right here to the embassy suite. Zach, it's all yours. <sighs> all right, back with you at the embassy suite. Paul and uh, Hannah and everybody, get your headphones on. Some of our folks have moved out amongst the crew here and doing their thing so they'll be back with us as we, as we go along uh, we should have Thurston back here in just a little while I know that uh, David uh, Sterling is supposed to be stopping by uh, the lieutenant governor came by and said he'd be coming back a lot of them are back in a room right now watching the numbers come in. So I've got a few numbers here for the, some of the ballot issues. Okay, what do we so have? So we've got for the minimum wage increase with 7% reporting, it shows a 70% in favor of passing the minimum wage increase. I hate the, that, but I'm not surprised. Not, not terribly surprised myself. The photo ID requirement is showing 74.8% with 7% reporting. Four in favor of make, passing it. Casino gaming licenses, it's, it's showing 53.2%. Again, that's 7% reporting. So, and, and it's in favor of it. So, that's, hmm. so we've got basically all of them that, are, that were on the ballot. Looks like they're going to pass. Well, I'd so like far, to say that casino at 54% with only 7% reporting only 7%. is still a coin toss. Yeah, no, none, of them, I agree. None, none of them are, are obviously finished because who, who knows where these where these um, precincts are actually being yeah, Well, these are early. Those early are early voting. Early perhaps. voting. Right, so it may it may change a lot in the meantime. Yeah. It we may change a lot. I do feel like those are both issues that the long-term repercussions were not considered when people just haphazardly voted for them. Yeah, I don't know. The, so the minimum what, wage, I think, is just one of those things. That, what's issue two look like? 
Issue two is the one that's um, the voter ID. It's showing seventy four point eight percent. Four. 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 Okay, very good. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's probably. Gonna I'm saying I'm not surprised by that either. I was. Ex- really. I don't see any huge. Con- Casinos are. Casinos is fifty three point two percent. Four. Mistake, people. Yeah. Big mistake. Not not just because of gambling. That's not the reason I voted against it. I voted against it. If, do you want to put basically Oak Lawn in the state constitution? Well, and do you want the government to pick and choose what businesses get the upper hand? I agree. Now, if people want to, I, I don't agree with gambling. I don't support it. However, I don't necessarily think it's the government's job to tell you that you can or can't gamble. And if it's going to be allowed, it needs to be allowed in a fair market capitalistic way, we not need, pick need, winners and we losers. We need to just simply allow it, legalize it, because it never should have been illegal in the first place. We need to allow people to do stupid things with their money if that's what they choose. I, do, I don't think you should legislate people out of being stupid. I do well, agree. Well, on some level, you know, we, we have speed limits, and on some level that is probably acceptable. Yeah, very good. But we, we don't... I- they can't do things that may or may not hurt them sometimes. Like, you can ride a, you can ride a motorcycle if you want to. I think you should be allowed to do that, even though you might kill yourself. And we should, we should allow people to gamble if they please and, and commit other kinds, types of sins, if you will. Well, um, if you if you lived in Louisiana when I did, yeah. back when the casinos first became legal, and if you watch what happened there, I can tell you that there is a, a very uh, diverse social impact right. and also an economic impact that is not what you would think. You know, all this money that the boats uh, brought in, then you turn around and all this money is having to be spent on people who get gambling addictions. You know, if, if, if we didn't turn around and use tax dollars to deal with the negative repercussions of that's bringing the, gambling that's in. That's one of the problems is we have, a, we have a welfare state that takes care of exactly. people when they're stupid. And that's exactly. another thing that we need, to, we need to fix. We need to allow people to be responsible for themselves, and we don't do that in Arkansas True. or in America in general. That's right. And that's that's one of the problems is we don't... If I, if I have an accident, the government takes care of me, as opposed to, well, you had an accident. If you don't have any good friends, well, you're going to starve. How interesting would that be if we legalized gambling and did away with welfare all at one yeah. time? Yeah, that would be cool. Okay, so here, well, here's happened. my other question. <laughs> Issue 5, which was the minimum wage, all those people that had no you know, no skin in the game, they didn't own the businesses, they're going to force to pay higher wages, what was the breakdown? So far, it's 70% for, 29%. They don't Again. know what they're do- they're no. voting themselves out of jobs. They yep. might be yes, they complete are. across the and board. Sometimes it may so it may not be out of a job, but it may be out of a choice of which job. Because sometimes you know there's one job out there that, that you're productive enough to, to to work at at minimum wage, but the one you actually want to work at, you may not be productive enough to get because you can't negotiate low enough. It also will put small businesses out of business. It might. You know, I mean, I, I don't even believe in any minimum wage requirement. Right. That's, how, that's how. That's how. That's right. how. I'm a liberty lover. Right. You know, if just I wanna, if I want to come work for Jan Morgan at the gun cave and say, you know what, you may not be able to afford to hire me right now, but I'll work for $2 an hour just because I want to hang out at the, That's gun, right. at the gun cave. I should be allowed to do that. Exactly. Because maybe Jan Morgan can't afford to hire me, but if I can... If I can work two bucks an hour, she's like, yeah, we'll just sweep the floors for two bucks an hour. Right. Well, and the minimum wage encourages an illegal workforce, an illegal immigrant workforce. You don't have to pay them minimum wage. You can pay them $5 an hour under the right. table. Right. You look You look at in, in, in the past over in, over in Europe, there was a, a pretty healthy smuggling trade, if I understand it. And that was because of the fact that the government was getting in the way of stuff, and so they just went around it. And it's, it, it's when your government does things they shouldn't be doing, people have a tendency to go into the black market. They need to get the, the heck out of the way. And when the black market comes up, 
that makes makes things dangerous. Mm-hmm. Look at the alcohol trade back <laughs> back during Prohibition. You had you had people that were going to do it anyway, and and so you had had serious crimes, crime activity that surrounded the um, the alcohol trade. I think in, in large part because of the fact the government never should have been involved in the in making it illegal in the first place. You know, the bottom line is, once again, and even when I was going to run, one of the things that somebody in Washington, D.C. said to me, he said, Jan, the biggest problem, the biggest obstacle you're going to face is the education level in the state of Arkansas. He wasn't meaning that people in Arkansas are stupid. What he meant was people are not paying attention. They don't read. You know, you wouldn't believe how many people have called me and said, so how should I vote on this? What do you, you know? What, who are you going to vote for? And what are you going to vote? How do you vote on this issue? And I said, you, know, you should read about it. Do your own homework because maybe you might feel differently than right. I do. But people don't. They're 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 not. We know more about football and American Idol. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we, we, How do you fix that though? Well, how do you I, fix that? I don't know. I think part of the problem is we're so wealthy in America right now. We don't care. See, but what's we, interesting? We, we, got, we got enough money to buy cokes and Cheetos and beer and whatever else. And, and if so you don't, don't have care. the money, the government's going to buy. The government's going to take right. care of it. So here's what's interesting. I would think the biggest motivator would be when you're poor. Arkansas is the 49th poorest state in the country. And, and among we, the most heavily taxed. And we, right now, our interest level in politics, we deserve it. People are care. not you engaged. The government the they user. don't care. And and you would think that would be the one motivator to get them to the polls, and it but can't. The, the is, okay, so do you know what the solution to this is? I, I keep saying it. I keep talking about it. The solution is to take over our schools again and start educating. Right now, the Democrats have control of most of our public it, school systems. And you know this, Hannah. Tool what, this, is, this is why millennials have shown up in force in this nationally. I'm, I'm anxious to see what the breakdown is on the, the ages of voters because earlier they said early voting, uh, millennials had, were just showing up in force to vote. Why? Because they have become, by and large, Democrats and socialists. Well, we're indoctrinated. Sure. Yes, you are. 100%. Not you, but you're, right. You're, well, and you're told you now have a college education, you are superior in your knowledge to everyone else. And us superior people, we vote Democrat because we have morals and we care about these people and we're educated. And any anyone who feels differently, they're not as educated as you. They are beneath you. But however, you should be the party of tolerance. Everyone's equal unless they don't agree with you. Then they're stupid white people. I think what ends up happening a lot of times is then the college educated people start going to work and they learn, you know what, maybe some of these Democrat ideas aren't quite as good as we thought they were because we're actually working and paying taxes and so some some of that that heavy swing starts to swing back toward a more conservative point of view after they get jobs but one of the problems with, with millennials is a lot of us didn't get jobs a lot right. of us didn't become productive citizens let me jump in and say that bruce westerman has been declared the winner Yay. in district four Woo-hoo. So that's taken care of congratulations and, and i'm seeing bruce some things westerman. over social media that DeSantis has been declared the winner in Florida. Let us Is see. that true? We shall see. It was so close. We're loading. I'm very slow here. Okay, People are fine. sucking up the internet. I'm also seeing that they're already saying there'll be a recount for the Florida governor. Real clear politics has not declared a winner yet. Okay, so okay. we've got a little bit better a little bit more up to date numbers. Fox? Loading. Loading. I've got a little bit Loading. more up-to-date numbers <laughs> on the Clark Tucker. <laughs> what? Um, we got a little bit more up-to-date numbers on the Clark Tucker French Hill race. Yeah. 
with 8% reporting. We've got 51.5% for Clark Tucker and 46.6% for French Hill. Yes. All right, so Pulaski is probably in. Get ready because it's going to be all over for Clark Tucker. It's going to be all downhill after that. Yeah, we'll see what it comes to. But right, right now, it is, it is, it is. The gap has closed an awful lot because Clark Tucker had a much bigger lead earlier when the when the fewer votes. I playing. expect French to win somewhere between seven and twelve percent over. Fox Tucker. has not officially called it for DeSantis yet, but he is leading. 49.93% to Gillum's 48.85%, yeah, 93% reporting. We all knew it was going to be close. So it's going to be, they're already saying there's going to be a recount. I'm just telling you. So be, yeah, what's going weird. on with Scott and Nelson? Rick Scott and Nelson. I heard that uh, Scott was ahead. Uh, Scott's been ahead pretty well for about the last hour. How far is he up now? How many points? Let's see. He is up 50.4% to Nelson's 49.6%. close game. Very close. Close races. With 90% reporting. Yeah, there's still a lot We're to close. be close. I just yeah, heard Marsha Blackburn won. Did y'all talk about that while Marcia I was gone? Yeah, Marcia Blackburn has My mom has Marsha Blackburn yes. won. She's been reelected. excellent she news. She was uh, into the Senate. Wasn't now. she yes. replacing Bob Corker? Yes. So that's Did pretty, I just pretty break much news? That's, that's, <laughs> that's a the GOP that held that seat. Yeah, we held the seat. All right, so... Uh, Eat that, Taylor Swift. Who else do we got? What's <laughs> going, are we getting any preliminary numbers out of Arizona yet? I know it's going to take time to load up. Um, nothing afraid. on the Senate race yet. Okay. Nothing on the Senate race I'm yet. I'm interested in that one. There'll be nothing yet. Are we getting anything on McCaskill in Missouri now? We should be getting some preliminary numbers. We may. Numbers. We'll About to find out. She's so fired. Um, McCaskill, 61.7% to Holly's 362 okay. But they still have 0% reporting, so oh, that I means negligible. Louis. I bet you St. Louis and Kansas City are coming yep. in. Negligible. Anybody that doesn't work reporting first. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, you are so on that tonight. <laughs> he reiterates that. He doesn't say Hannah. much, but when he says it, it means a What's lot. What's the latest with Gillum and DeSantis? <laughs> Um, DeSantis is up just a hair. Okay, yeah. that looks good. Rick Scott still up? Yes. Yes, okay. just yeah. a hair. Yeah, right now. All right, we got to get a break in. Let's do that. We'll come back. we got a lot more to talk about. <sighs> I don't have any nails to bite, guys. I'm, my nails are already gone. <laughs> I don't know what I... I guess I'll start on the ends of my fingers. we got more coming your way. It's uh, Election Night 2018, brought to you by Rock Solid Shredding and the GOP of Arkansas, right here at 101.1 FM, The Answer. I believe so. Are we, All right, we are back here at the Embassy Suites as we continue our coverage here. If you just joined us, Asa has been re-elected governor of Arkansas. Westerman has been re-elected in District 4. French Hill is in a close race in District 2. But I think a lot of the outlying area hasn't hasn't reported yet, so I think that will change. I still think he wins by seven points. Uh, what else we got? Issue two is uh, winning overwhelmingly. Issue uh, four is fairly close. Issue five is winning, uh, yay, overwhelmingly at this time. Which one's the minimum wage? Did I do minimum the wage is five. five? So how how did I do? How did I do there? Did I hit it right? I'm trying to pull it up here. Let's see here. Uh, ballot measures. Now with 9% reporting, minimum wage is at 
Voter ID is at 75%, and casinos is still at 53 and a half. Okay. Tell me something. Why did we do the voter ID? When we, I mean, we're already... I've never voted in Arkansas when they I didn't have to some, produce it. It's to make it constitutional. They won't be able to challenge it Challenge anymore. it. Gotcha. It'll be okay. a constitutional amendment. That's exactly so, so right. The voter ID. We've had a voter ID law uh, uh, to make it, was, it like... It was statutory, but I think the, the Arkansas Supreme Court has been maybe a little bit wishy-washy on that, or, or some of so, the judges. So maybe. this will make it so they can never challenge it again unless they go back and revisit it and we vote against it, which I don't think we will. So well, We're still dealing with the Supreme Court and, and attorneys. But I mean, that, that if, if it passes the, the ballot initiative passes, does that mean it's it's like it, settled it, law now? It, sh- it should be, but the thing is that we're still dealing with Supreme Court justices that, that may or may not follow the Arkansas Constitution because they, 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 they've got a problem with that. <laughs> They, so much for the people have spoken, right? Right, right. Because, but the thing is, though, that we've got this judiciary branch that, that thinks they're the last call. They, they've got this God syndrome where they think they can make law. They literally believe they can make law when they pass. But see, that's why we have other branches of government, to keep each other in check. Right. And, and, and we should, but the problem is we've got so many of the other branches of government that are such wimps that they won't actually stand up to the judiciary and say, look, you're wrong. We're not going to enforce your mm-hmm. garbage ruling. You're wrong. We're just not going to do it. Just like this, this Roe v. Wade business that was passed passed it's not passed it was a it was a false it was, ruling it was a garbage ruling that should have been ignored by lower courts and it's not and not treated like law but unfortunately we've got lower courts to do that and we then we have um the executive branch that actually respects that garbage ruling by the by the courts i'm sorry the supreme court is out of control they need to be reined in well it's, a, it's another thing you know uh, along the if you go as far as the 10th amendment with the states if it's not in the it not sure. in the con right. um how many how many uh, states had defensive marriage acts on their books? I, I don't know. Was it half a dozen? It was or a lot. A dozen or more? So that was on. They recognized traditional marriage between right. a man and a woman. Defensive marriage acts on the books, but then the Supreme Court says, "No, we don't yeah. think so." And, and, so much for sovereignty, state sovereignty. No, that's you know, the be able to. Is we don't. We don't have. Uh, we, don't, we don't have legislative bodies that are willing to impeach these judges when they're trashing the Constitution. The the federal con- federal Congress, federal legislative group b- bodies should be imp- impeaching federal judges, and the state um, legislative bodies should be impeaching the state Supreme Court judges and the lower court judges because they're trashing their role. But once again, you know why people why this is not being done? Because the people of the states are not paying attention. Right. Right. They don't know what's going on, right. and so they don't press their politicians to call out and hold you right. know right. And bad judges. Hopefully, we're getting a little bit of traction here in Arkansas with, with some desire for the legislature to actually impeach some judges here. I hope we get some traction. I hope it happens. But I, I don't know. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. It's kind of like wrestling, Paul. They all show up in the same limo. Then <laughs> they all leave together when it's over. They're a bunch of greased-up monkeys. But I think we're going to see a trend and, and a change in that. I, I, I hope serious, so. The whole Trump effect has... has pulled people off of their couches across America. Yeah. I mean, you look at the people who came out in our race, for example. Look at look at Amy now. There's so many people that are now involved in state government that are engaged right. and, and holding their their representatives accountable who were not paying attention really before. Uh, and that's exciting Right. To me. And hope, hopefully people will wake up. But I think maybe the, the, the Trump attitude, if you will, the Trump energy will be there and, and, and maybe drive some of his legislators to actually push for impeachment of the judges that are trashing the Trump Constitution. If we win tonight nationally, if we if we get what we want, 
If we have a Republican tsunami or even red wave and we win the House and the Senate, we maintain control of both. What you're going to see happening in the next four years, and it certainly will trickle down into Arkansas, is you're going to see more people who've never been engaged in government say, you know what? My voice does matter. My vote does count. I did make a difference. I I would like to see more people come down to the Capitol while they're in session. Yes. Yeah. And and just show up. And you can testify in committee. You can talk to the legislators. We, the problem is, some of us are already going down there, even in the off off season, you know, coming in there with our live stream cameras, and they know we're watching. Right. They got their, you know, so think, they know that I you love you, that. I love, I love it. it. I think it makes a difference. I mean, if, if we see moms demand action. We see the, the, the baby killers with Planned Parenthood. Yes, we are about to see 2A women there, which is the answer Good. to moms demand action. Right We're going to see all of us there in our black and white shirts to Good. counter them. They're not going to have a monopoly anymore Good. over the state capitol. Well, well, the thing is, is conservatives have their head down at work every day. They have jobs. They can't just take off their vacation time to come to the Capitol. I, and, I, it, and, it, and they shouldn't have to because their their leaders should do and vote the way they said they were going to do and vote. It's not the case. It's not realistic. I've, I told my husband, I said, you know, because I'm a licensed, re- I'm a registered nurse and I'm also a cosmetologist. And I had my my resume on Indeed and, and ZipRecruiter. But couldn't find, you know, you know, couldn't find my niche. Find, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is God's way of saying this is not what you're supposed to be doing. So, you know, it gives. And I have now. I have time to go down and live stream and go down and watch the committee meetings and let those people know that I'm watching you. We're we're watching you. We're trying to make you accountable. Because I'm sorry, I, I don't, I don't. I don't trust this ethics commission, this ethics committee in, in the Senate to police themselves. Are the foxes so, going to guard themselves while they're eating the chicken? So, it's we, you know, we are the accountability for these for these people. Well, we need to be. We, yeah. we need to get down there. We, we need more people to be down there and, and talking to these people. Because right now, they've got lobbyists that will help them grow government, but they don't have very many of us out there to actually explain to them, you know, this is wrong. This is socialism. You're growing government, and we will support you when you... Um, when you actually stand up and have a spine. All right. We got to get a break in. News is coming up. When we come back, we're going to join the Salem Radio Network for a few minutes. Find out what's going on nationally. I'm sure they're, they're getting faster numbers than we are here. So we'll see what they have to say about what's happening across the United States. We won't be able to hear them all that well, but I'll try to pick up what I can. Everybody's having a good time right now at the Embassy Suites. And uh, we'll get uh, some of these uh, speeches in as we go along. All right, coming up, the news. And then when we come back, more of us here at the table with the conservative uh, power panels. They're all here tonight, man. There's eight people around this table all speaking. If you want to see them, go to Facebook.com slash Dave Ellswick Show. Watch the live feed that we've got coming here from West Little Rock. Right now, though, let's take a break. Here is your news. All right, back with you here. Thank you all. Here is, is this John Thurston? If we can't fill this stage up, I want you all to come up here and join me. Lieutenant Governor is on right now. Because without you all, I'd just be a man out for a walk. I first want to, uh, I want to tell my 10-month-old Charlotte Ann, if she's watching this on TV, to go to bed. It feels great to be called Grandpa all the time, even though I'm not. 
I want to thank the Lord for all our blessings. I want to thank my wife, Elizabeth, and Mary Catherine, and John. They're awesome. And uh, all my friends and family and supporters, just thank you all so much. Um, first of all, I want to say to the press who said tonight was going to be a blue wave, the, uh, hey, the only people who are going to be blue are the press. And the liberals. All right? Hey, look, we made a lot of progress in this state. Governor Hutchinson's done a lot of great work. We've been working hard to do exactly what we talked about, make a government work better, leaner, smarter, to give you all more value for your taxpayer dollars. But you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that government still taxes too much and spends too much, folks. We've made a lot of progress. We've got a long way to go. The only way to keep going is get reelected. Roll your sleeves up and keep going. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So, this is not the end of anything. I guess it is the end of a lot of late night Taco Bell. Are you going on next? And for that, I am saddened. My favorite's the KFC Taco Bell, where you can get it all in one place. Speaking of that, I was in Ozark the other night at the KFC Taco Bell. Really? I was able to go for the original recipe and a burrito. And the lady said, would you like to avail yourself of the senior discount? I said, yes, I would. Whatever it is, I'm taking it. If it's free, it's for me. In any event, hey, we're going to have a good time tonight. I love y'all. But just know, we are just getting started. Stay tuned, folks. We got a lot of work to do and a long way to go. And I'm ready to get up every day, work for you, collapse at night, and get up and do it again. Thank y'all. God bless you. Yeah. The Naval Academy. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's waiting on a recommendation, but he's oh. already making application to it. So we're right. hoping um, he gets. A do me a favor, that red that, that little knob there with the red like thing that. at the bottom. Just turn he's, that down. He's Army, but still military. He'd turn be, it down be that way. Keep going. Keep going. There. Now the mic. We don't have the mic from the stage. stage up. Off. Okay. Just to let you know, we just heard Tim Griffin give his uh, victory speech, and here's what it is. I'm Tim Griffin. We did well. Wait in four more years, and we're going to do even better. <laughs> and I like Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, and I like Taco Bell. I like KFC and Taco Bell together. He likes both of them together. But that was well, they, that was pretty clear. I'm running for governor in four years. Well, that's everybody's known that for the last, what, since he came back to Arkansas. Yeah, ten years. Objective, yeah. <laughs> hey. Be honest. Yeah, good guy. I, uh, John Thurston stopped by. He's making his way up to the front. He'll be announcing his call for the win here in just a few moments. So uh, I told him to wait to come by and talk to us after he got done with his speech. Do we know anything about the Supreme Court race right now? I have not heard any numbers whatsoever. Paul was my Arkansas guy, and he got up from the table. Yeah, well, he's taking care of things. Um, He'll be back. House still stays the same. 
where Democrats net two gain, we've lost two. So we're holding steady. Right now, Republicans have 78, Democrats have 73. So. What happened? We can still lose 21 more. Where are we on the French Hill Clark Tucker race? Yeah, that's what's in it. Only 9% reporting. Um, Tucker, 50.8%. Hill, 47.5%. Yeah, he's closing in now. Yeah, he's he's getting, we're inching closer. I'm just telling you, he'll win by 7%. And it's reporting very slowly. We've got a very slow return rate right now, so. Nothing, well, nothing not to major mention, there. it may be taking longer just because right. everybody else is looking at the exact same stuff yeah. you are, Hannah, to be honest with you. I the don't Internet's ex- being saturated. I don't expect, you know, uh, French to lose by any No, uh, at not all. at all. So we'll see as that goes along. But he's closing back in. Good news, Donnelly is out in Indiana. We picked up yep. one in the Senate. Hallelujah. Good news. So oh, yeah. let's hope we keep uh, we get, we do all right in North Dakota. I think we all know that High Camp is in in real in a real problem. Oh, she's there. losing by about twenty percent with fifteen um, percent reporting. She's, she's done. High Camp. She's oh. done. Yeah, High she's Camp done. is going to be done. So that'll be a gain of two. Yes. This is exciting. I'm, I said three to five. Five is my perfect number. If we can get five, I'll be really happy. That'd be good. That'd be fifty. We'll never hear the end of it if he's right. You know, if he's actually dead on. on I the was on Trump. I was two two tenths of a point off on that. Okay. Maybe you should take me. I'm, maybe I'm, you should take you know Nate Silver's place. So I'm just going to be honest with you. The reason it is this the way it is. I've been doing this since I was 11 years old. Which was, you know, yeah. Just I've always for decades. Been, I've been in it. I've, yeah. been, I've been in it. I was talking today. I'm the oldest guy here, and I, everybody was talking about the first election they were involved in. And you Mine were there. Was Ken, Kennedy <laughs> Nixon, 63. Oh, my gosh. Or 60, 1960. Wow, I didn't realize you were that old, Dave. I'm 65. I was just born in 1963. I'm 65. I'll be 66 wow. here shortly. I, get, I start getting my Social Security. Yeah, jeez. Wow. <laughs> For how long, I don't know, but we'll see how long so that So right goes. now, the Libertarian Party has uh, 2.6%, well, and that's only with 35% in. So we want gonna, them to get, get three there. or more. That's yeah. what I want for yeah, them. Yeah, they're going to get it. They'll get it. Because I'll be honest with you, I like Mark West. Mark West is a good guy, and uh, I know a lot of the guys that are part of the Libertarian Party. I could support them more if their platform was better on the national level. Yeah. Well, That's he's actually problem. more conservative on some issues. Oh than yeah, ASA, yeah. Which you know, yeah. right. And he's more he's more uh, conservative than the national party, right? Because he's absolutely pro-life. Yes, he know? is. And uh, and the national party is not. They're right. very pro-choice. This is something I learned about the Libertarian Party because I thought. You know, you had to pretty much embrace the national form if you run as a libertarian, but that's not the case. Uh, Mark separated himself from the national platform in a number of areas. But you don't have to. The only party that I know of requiring you to literally em- embrace their platform is the Democrats. Republicans don't even require that. You don't have to take their whole well, we platform. Well, we know that. That's true. You know, that's the way that they, they do it as That's why well. Trump won, because the Republican Party had moved too far left, and they had become too much of the part of the establishment even with the that's what i was just talking about on channel four they were asking me so what you know what do you what do you think what do you think about tonight what does this mean and i said 
what it means is that the political establishment, the establishment end of the Democrat Party, the establishment end of the Republican Party have failed the people. And people are showing up to vote now. Some of them have never voted in their lives before. My husband voted. This is the second time he's voted now. He had not voted in 25 years when Trump ran. He voted. And then he voted this time. He voted today because, you know, he's, he's a, I, I, we have to make a difference. Trump getting in started something. And that's why I keep saying we're going to see more of this. Uh, more Republicans saying, look, the Republican Party platform says this, so that's what we're going to be. Uh, and the Democrats are going to have to move back to the right on their platform, or they're going to completely, they're just, they're going to fade into the oblivion. Right. Right. Do you know the only saving grace for the Democrat Party nationally would be if they could come up with a John F. Kennedy Democrat? Yeah. You know, that that's the only thing that's going to help them if they if they can't that see means, that. But you know that what that means? They got to get a Republican. <laughs> You know, because if John, John F. Kennedy, Kennedy were alive today, he would be a Republican. Now. You're That's exactly, exactly right. right. I'm not hearing you on there. Yeah, I'm not. You know the word. You know the word hypocrite. It comes from the Greek when they had stage plays and they wore a mask. The mask has been slipping off for a while, and Trump has ripped it off. Yes. I mean, he's just forced the, like, shine a light on cockroaches. Yes. And they just in there, and they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. Other than just pick up the sales. They can't help it. They're they really are. Did you hear uh, Asa Hutchinson said tonight in his uh, victory speech, he said that this was only the second time in Arkansas history that a Republican has won a second term. Yeah. So what does that say about our state? Our state is... is it's been under Democrat control for 135 years. Right. So That's what it says. It, and, and it's time to change. Yeah, and we've we're only changing. had it for four years. And, that, and that's the point that I've made with a lot of people. It takes time to learn how to govern. It really takes time. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm sure we're going to continue working towards the goal line that we want to get to. I hope so. In the end. But here's what I think is going to happen. After the time of Asa, the next person, whoever that might be, I personally think it would be Tim Griffin, it will explode. You think so? And if it's Griffin, it will explode. The boy has big ideas, and he likes to move forward. He's like Trump. He wants to move forward. Well, he's been pretty pretty much uh, hand-tied, you know, where he is yes, right he now. Has. And he's in order to stay in his position, he's had to do some things and say some things that I don't think Tim really uh, believes in. But I'm hoping that if he is the next governor, that he is going to be the conservative that he portrayed himself to be for so many years, the guy that I used to really, uh, you know, support. Um, but we'll see. I do hope along the way that we can rein in the corruption state before it does any More severe damage, damage to the, the party. Republican Party. Yes. With yeah. great power comes great responsibility. And... If these are newcomer mistakes, so be it. Rain it in, fix it, get it squashed, 
and let's move on. Nip it in the bud. All right. You wanted to say something there, uh, Shelly. Well, we, Jan and I were having a conversation. I guess everybody on the air just probably, or that's listening, only caught your end because I don't think my mic was working. Yeah. We were talking about Trump, and uh, you were, we were talking you were, had, we're talking about the the Democrats and how, you know, they've moved so far to the left and whatnot. And I was just saying, you know, we talked about this before, where it's like kind of the Trump effect. Like, he's literally forced them to... Uh, I mean, we've always known what their hidden agenda was and whatnot, but it's forced them to literally just come out and, say, and scream, I'm a socialist. And do you remember back when they would not, could not stand to be called a liberal? You right. Remember I remember days? when the, when it was big hush-hush thing when Democrats didn't want to be called a socialist. And now, yeah, and it was a big deal. But before the socialist, liberal was a bad word for Democrats, and only a few of them actually owned that word. And everybody else that was in the Democrat Party. But liberal like doesn't liberal mean was, the same thing. Now. And now they've co-opted like, it. We've gone from Democrats, liberal, to, to socialist, communist. And it wasn't that long ago that liberal, it was just Democrat and liberal. And those were the two two ping words and liberal was the dirty wire back then and it wasn't that long ago so we've come very far in a very short amount of time well, public, public school has worked public school works for the democrat party i mean it, when you're advancing the cause of socialism by immersing children in it from the time they're yeah, I, I guess two and three years old now yeah. start them out in preschool yeah and, and then by the time they're 18 yeah. and, and up into their 20s from from college so many of them are socialists, and now they'll even admit to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the millennials are voting now, you know, and I mean, it's, it's I mean, yeah, they get, they grow up, right, <laughs> you know. We're not all bad. No, 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 they're not, no, they're not, they're not all bad. Not. The, we love our millennial Hannah. Millennials are, is that a lot of us haven't haven't ever become productive citizens. We, we've we've had a tendency to be somewhat unemployed or underemployed, and we never grew up very well. Yeah. And so I think that's, that's a little different than some of the other generations. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, these kids they 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 grow up eventually, and they vote. And the Democrats are patient. You know, the left is are very patient in the indoctrination. I mean, it's a slow process, but it's gaining speed now. All right, let's go up to the platform and. See See what's going on up there. Just turn it. Andrea Lee, let's hear it from the auditor. Keep on turning it up there. Anything from up at the, the stage? Treasurer Dennis Milligan. There you go. Dennis Milligan is up at stage now. The treasurer. Great. This is fantastic. Hey, babies. Here. Are y'all gonna? You gonna get up there and speak? That's the way that you. Yeah, they understand I, I you better than me, so yeah. 
Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Let me, uh, if I, first of all, let me say uh, thank you very much, Arkansas, for uh, re-electing us uh, to serve uh, the great citizens four more years. Uh, if I could just take indulge and take a moment to introduce my wife, uh, Tina. My, my granddaughters, Gabby and Gracie. Uh, a lot of people ask if they're twins. I just tell them they were born at the same time. So. And my grandson, Jack. Uh, and uh, that's, my, that's my pal right there, huh? Yeah. The opportunity that we've been given is to, to continue the great progress we've made these past which, four I didn't years. hear what you said. I look forward to bringing additional transparency to the operations of the office. Uh, this will ensure that all Arkansans can see exactly where their tax dollars are going. I look forward to maintaining... Hey, Benny. Thank you, Benny. Benny speaks, ladies and gentlemen. I look forward to maintaining the innovation and the growth of something near and dear to me as the Arkansas 529 College Investing Program, which we've grown a tremendous amount uh, since we took over as treasurer. I'm dedicated to remaining focused on growing the returns of the state's investments, which hopefully will result in fewer tax dollars needed from the hardworking taxpayers of Arkansas. I appreciate the ability to continue to represent the state I love, assist Governor Hutchinson and Lieutenant Governor Griffin in making Arkansas a great place to live, grow, and work in. Finally, I'd like to thank again my family for their support and love as I serve uh, in an elected office. They are my bedrock, and uh, I wouldn't be able to do this without them. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Arkansas. All right, that was Dennis Milligan. Let's get a break in. we got to do that, and then we'll be back and finish up this hour of the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you on the west side of Little Rock. We're at the Embassy Suites. We're at the uh, Republican Party party, and that's where we're at right now. You've been hearing all the speeches from the winners. We heard Dennis Milligan, Andrea Lee, uh, Tim Griffin, the lieutenant governor. We heard from Asa after he was declared uh, re-elected as governor. First time, uh, only second time in history there's been a Republican go back-to-back as governor of the state of Arkansas. So keep that in mind. So that was a big deal. Uh, Across the nation, just some of the things that we've been kind of following, uh, from what we know, that it looks like the Republicans are going to carry the governorship of Florida. The numbers say that barely, barely. By a hair's breadth, all right? Same thing. looks like the Senate's going to end up the same way. I kept kept telling everybody, wait until the panhandle says what's going on. After the panhandle, then you can worry if they're behind. The panhandle has spoken. The House has officially lost um, Florida District 26 to the Democrat. We've lost three. Three. Okay. they got a long way to go. We can lose 20 more. They can flip 20 more seats and us keep the majority. I honestly think we might keep both. I mean, I'm not going to be shocked. I said. Oh, we'll for sure keep Senate. I think we'll hold House. Oh, we've already picked up two in the Senate. Um, so right now, the House, the Republicans have 95, and we need 218. So, yeah. ticking away. Let's take a look at as far as the Senate goes. It's no big deal because we've picked up Donnelly. 
We defeated Donnelly, so we picked oh, up yeah. Indiana. Uh, High Camp was so far out of it, she's not going to come back. So we picked up North Dakota. So that's two seats that we're going to have, right? Um, now. So, so, Reg- so Reggie Cowan was just showing me some numbers. He said that the, the House has officially lost um, seven seats to the Democrats. Picked up seven spots in the House. So according to... Okay, seven, the, ha- seven that's, seats. That's, that's still, that's still... I'm reporting from real clear politics. Right, so, so who knows? Who yeah, knows um, the timing there? I, I did see that, um, the you know, French Hill was behind Clark Tucker for a while. He's actually pulled ahead with 18% right, reporting, right, I think. Right. So with 18%... Uh, now reporting, Clark, yes. uh, t- French Hill is, French Hill at, is at, ahead of at, Tucker. All at right. 50.36. I, okay, so I show what, Hill what, what at are, 52.3 with 21% voting. Okay, you've got, a, you've got okay. more updates okay. than I what, what are the numbers? Uh, on? Hill is at 52.3% with 21% voting. What's Clark got? He's got 459 Oh, yeah. He's going to win. We're, yeah, we're golden. Okay, I've got some numbers on the, on the Supreme Court race. Okay. At 16% reporting, I'm showing Courtney Goodson with 55%, David Sterling with 44%. Wow. Um, also, we've got a prosecuting attorney in dis- District it. 20. That's the district that um, Cody Highland used to okay, be in. So that's Carol Cruz. That's Carol Cruz. Looking. She's got 55%, and Zach Th- Throneberry has 44%. And there's 76% reporting in that race. So Politico 76%. has that we've lost six seats in the House. That's okay. Politico. Okay. 76% reporting. It's all Cruz up place. 55-46. Yep. Seven, she said three or six. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. We're getting numbers from all over the place. Yes, so we'll, over, we'll know. <laughs> I'll let you guys kind of talk amongst yourself off the air and figure out where we're at. Right. We can tell you that it looks like uh, French Hill will retain his seat. It's looking I, I good think for that's him probably going to happen because I, I think as the night goes on, he'll probably get a stronger lead. Yes. Yeah. How's, uh, how's Ted Cruz doing? Oh, yeah, we haven't checked on. Have their polls closed yet, though? Oh, in Texas, yes. Okay, Texas is central time, so, yeah, yeah they're yeah. closed. They're closed. So what are we looking at? Okay. Hey, Amy. We haven't looked at Cruz yet. Let's so, take a look and, at him. And we end up keeping the house. It's fun to do this. I love kind of just flipping around and trying to find out how everybody's doing. That one guy said that uh, they need to to let the people on EBT buy Kleenex because they're going to be crying. Yeah, I mean, it's imperative to watch CNN and MSNBC in particular to watch this. That'd be the only reason I'd watch CNN or MSNBC. All right. We're trying to find about Cruz right now. As soon as we have something... Hannah will report it. Cruz is, with 13% reporting, Cruz is at 50.1%, and O'Rourke is at 49.3%. Yeah, but that's a small percentage. That's That's very close. That has been a brutal battle in my my home state, my original home state. And I I can tell you, uh, the the immigrant population there is going to play a a role in that race. Yeah. Not Uh, only that, the... The immigrants coming from California are going to play a play. Yes, uh, and that's, that's been it. the hardest thing for Cruz, you know, because, well. All right, uh, we got to get a break in. News is coming up. Let's get the news in. We'll be back in five minutes with more here from the uh, Republican Party party at the embassy on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you. We are here at the embassy suites. If you can't tell, there's a party going on. Thus far, just about everybody that uh, is a constitutional officer that I know of has uh, held their seats. 
Well, we're waiting for what? John Thurston yes. and uh, Leslie Rutledge? Rutledge. That's the two I think that we're waiting on. Auditor, he's held, uh, has been held by Andrea Lee. Uh, Milligan held on to Treasurer. Griffin to Lieutenant Governor. The Governor, of course, to the Governorship. So we just wait now to see, uh, see what goes uh, what goes down the rest of the way here uh, this evening. So overall, national, excuse me, nationally, we've lost seven seats, seven seats uh, in the House. There's still a lot more we got to lose. I think uh, what. 14 more we'd have to lose to take to lose control of the lose, house. I think we can lose 23. 23, then that means we can lose 16 more house 16 more. seats. And, uh, you know, the polls now are closing all across the United States now. I'm looking at uh, the West Coast should be shutting down about now as well. So um, it won't be too long before we know the outcome of this evening. Well, I'm seeing the latest number I see here on the governor's race. They are actually showing Mark West with 3%. Okay, well, that's good. And the reason that's important, that's the Libertarian Party. If they get 3%, then they're going to do have a perpetual appearance on the ballot. They're established, yeah, they'll, they'll get, right? Yeah. What was he saying about the reporting on him, though? Well, well so right now, yeah, right this, now. This is oh, from, really? This is, yeah. K, this is KATV um, website, and they're showing... They're not. They're not breaking it down to to, to um, decimal points, but they're showing three percent for Mark West. Um, so we'll we'll see where that comes out. Minimum wage is showing sixty nine percent. Casino gaming is fifty three percent. Voter ID is at seventy seven percent. Let me see what else. They have French Hill at fifty three percent. And What's Clark Tucker? Clark Tucker is at 46. I said he'd lose by 7%. What is that? Is that, that 7%? Is 7%. <laughs> no that libertarian thing could really throw a monkey wrench in things in Arkansas. Would, if you get automatic ballot, ballot, ballot access for libertarians, it would make it a lot easier for them to get on the ballot next election cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And let's see what else we have in other races. Land commissioner, we have... Tommy Land at 59%. And Auditor, 72% for Andre Lee. Dennis Milligan had 70%. What did you say on John Thurston? John Thurston at 59% with 27% reporting. His um, Democrat opponent is 38%. And Christopher Olson of the Libertarian Party is 3%. Okay, well, that's good. Supreme Court position. With 26% reporting, Courtney Goodson at 57%, and David Sterling at 43%. Let's see if there's anything else. Some people might be interested in the Little Rock mayor's race. So there are a whole bunch of candidates on that ballot. Frank Scott comes in at 38%. Baker Curris at 29%. Warwick Sabin at 28%. And then two others with marginal percentage points, small percentages. We got a overzealous. He's a happy guy. Overzealous. This guy. Oh, he's a happy because things are are he starting. Things are really turning red now. Tonight. It's turning big time now. red tonight. All right. Did we lose Elizabeth? I, I, I don't know. All right. I don't see her around right now. I'm looking over. Hannah, what do you got there? Before you. We lost ten in the house. Okay, so we still got to lose thirteen more. The ratio we is... We still got to lose 13 more. Got to lose 13 more yeah. to lose control. Politico is saying that the Democrats are on track to take the House. Still don't know that I believe it. 
but they have taken 10 seats. Okay. Um, right now, Republicans sit at 107. We have 107. We need, oh, 108. Just went up. So we need 110 more. Okay, that's what we're going to say. 110 more. Yeah. All right. We'll I'm glad she's doing that job, and I'm terrible at math. Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> trying to find it all. Who's coming up? Okay. All right, we got somebody coming to the podium. Another. Right, uh, I'm gonna go find some food. All right, go find some food. And go ahead. Is Thurston coming up yet? Don't be shy. Keep coming up. Keep coming up. All right, we'll see who's gonna be talking here. Yeah, I, I don't see who's coming yet, but. All right, North Dakota has been called for the Republicans. Probably not a big surprise there. Um, so Doyle Webb has called the people forward to, to to listen to the next candidate coming forward to. And I'm, I'm hoping that's, that's going called. to be our new Secretary of State. Me too. Yeah. Let's see who that. We only lack two. I think it's Secretary of State. And AG. Yeah, Attorney General. Yeah, we're on. I think I think they're going to be waiting. I think maybe a couple minutes. Yeah, we're going to and go. at that time, state go law front. Here was we go. that whatever party the governor was a member of, that was the majority party in Arkansas. So we gained majority at that time. But the legislature, which was... 99% Democrat, when they came into session in 1967, just a couple of months after Governor Rockefeller won, changed the law so that no longer was it just the uh, party of the governor, but it was the party of the majority of the constitutional officers. And that's been the law since that time. Now, y'all know that we have seven constitutional officers, right? Okay? So we've heard from the governor, and we've heard from the lieutenant governor, and we've heard from the auditor, and we've heard from, from the treasurer. That's four. So do you think that the Republican Party will continue to be the majority party in Arkansas? Well, I think we're getting ready to hear from number five and number six, okay? So just, just hang on, just hang on. That's your, y'all all get an A in history for listening to that, okay? So uh, hang tight, I'm waiting on them to come down. Wait a minute. I'm waiting on Tommy Land and Leslie Rutledge. Tommy Land, all right. Wow, this is great. I have worked really hard for two years, and I'm really glad it's behind me. Uh, looking forward to uh, taking over as state land commissioner. Uh, I, like I told you, I worked very hard in this race. I'll continue to take that work, work ethic into the land commissioner's office. I'm going to work hard for the people of the state of Arkansas. 
I asked my family to come up here with me because I can tell you I wouldn't be able to do anything without my family, my wife, Judy, my daughter, Jamie, my son, Evan, and his wife, Melissa, and four great grandkids. No, maybe. Wonderful grandkids, not great grandkids, grandkids, okay? Oh, I tell you what, this has been a great night, and I have enjoyed so much the opportunity to go around the state and meet so many of y'all and spend time with you and visit with you. I tell you what, we've got a group of Republicans in office that's going to work hard to make Arkansas great, even greater. Thank you so very much. Give Tommy Land another round of applause. We should be hearing, I think, from the Secretary of State here at a moment. I think that they're going to have him come up. Tommy Lane. Okay, I need y'all to, this is participatory, okay? This side of the room says Leslie, and this side of the room right, says going to be the AG. So I need to see who can yell louder. Keep it up. She may magically appear. One more time. One more time. Make welcome the Attorney General of the State of Arkansas, Leslie Rutledge. everyone. Have y'all had an incredible night or what? What a great night for Arkansas. Well, first of all, I want to thank our almighty God. Without him, none of this would be possible. And and then I want to thank my family, my incredible husband, Boyce. I can't run it. <laughs> Do you? I can't make it go. And our amazing 
14-week-old daughter, Juliana Carroll. I've got on stage with me tonight my parents, Keith and Nancy. My, my brother, my brother-in-law, so many family, but I also want to thank my campaign staff, Drew Evans, Josh, Josh Mesker, Chip Saltzman, Megan Turner, Kathy Lanier. But as so many of you all know, and people that have heard me say before, that good personnel makes good policy, and good policy makes good politics. So I want to thank also, in addition, my campaign staff, my official staff at the Attorney General's office, led by Corey Cox, Chief of Staff, Julie Benefield, Deputy Chief of Staff, Deputy Chief of Staff, Deputy Chief Deputy Attorney General. Julie's in charge. That's, that's what you need to know. But all the staff, the almost 200 staff members of the Attorney General's office, everywhere I go across Arkansas, people tell me what a great job they're doing, how hard they're working. Because when we have those pro-life laws that have to be defended in courts, it's the Attorney General's office that defends those decisions. When Governor Hutchison defunded Planned Parenthood, it's your Attorney General's office that de make, defends that decision. But I also want to thank each and every one of you, our hardworking supporters all across Arkansas. As I've had the opportunity to crisscross this state over the last several months, I have heard from each and every one of you, and I can't thank you enough that we kept Arkansas red in 2018. Four years ago, Arkansas, you elected me as the first woman and the first Republican Attorney General of Arkansas. And now, after a, a long campaign filled with fun and energy and supporters and a great corn and soybean harvest by my husband and a beautiful baby girl, I am humbled by your vote of confidence to be reelected. Attorney General of the great state of Arkansas. Tonight, friends, we celebrate our victories. But tomorrow, we've got to get to work on behalf of all Arkansans. Being raised on a cattle farm, married to a row crop farmer, I know the importance of hard work and the importance of working together. Because after all, Arkansas is just one big small town. And while we may not always see eye to eye, as neighbors and friends, we always work heart to heart to make Arkansas a better place. When neighbors need each other, they pick each other up. That's what we do for each other in the natural state. This morning, I got an email from my pastor, Mark Evans, of the Church of Rock Creek, reminding me that God has blessed me with an incredible opportunity. 
And it was that message that I needed because each and every one of us had the opportunity to do great things every day and to take care of each other. And I look forward to the next four years of working to make Arkansas even better than it already is. Working with our president, Donald J. Trump. Working with Governor Asa Hutchinson. And all of our state officials and local officials to make sure that we keep Arkansas moving in the right direction and making sure that we will be the first and finest state in the nation. We want to have good neighborhoods that are safe and free of drugs and violent crime. We want to have great schools to send our children to. We want to have economic opportunities and job growth across our state and protect our state's most vulnerable. And we want to provide good roads, lower taxes, and a responsible government. Friends, we're on the right path, but now is not the time to slow down. Now is the time to lay the hammer down. Tonight, let's commit to make Arkansas the first and finest state in the nation. And as I've, thank you. And as I have told you all before, I am a Christian, pro-life, gun-carrying, conservative mama. And I will always defend our families, our faith, and freedom. God bless you all. God bless Arkansas. And certainly, God bless the United States of America. Have a great evening. Thank you all so much for being here. All right, we need to get a break in, so let's do that. Then we'll return here to the uh, embassy suites. That was the Attorney General, Leslie Rutledge, re-elected for a second term. More here in a moment on the Dave Ellswick Show. I said we hold it anywhere between 3 and 7. I knew it was going to be racist then. There ain't no tsunami in the blue wave. Can you go get Jan a pop, Dr. Pepper? With you here on the uh, the Dave Ellswick Show, we are on the west side of Little Rock Embassy Suites, doing our thing, the uh, GOP party party, and we've heard from most of the uh, constitutional officers. The only one we haven't heard from yet is John Thurston, and he should be coming up, I would think, fairly soon. As far as the issues go. Uh, issue two is passing overwhelmingly on voter ID. Voter ID. Issue five is passed, is passing uh, well as far as minimum wage. And the last numbers I got, and they've been pretty steady, is casinos is 53.47. Yay. So I think. John Thurston is the new Secretary of State of Arkansas. Make John Thurston feel welcome. John Thurston for you. Thank you so much. Arkansas, I want to thank you for uh, asking me or electing me to represent you in another constitutional office. Um, I don't take this lightly at all. Uh, those of you that know me, those of you that have met me across the state, uh, you know that I take the job that 
Arkansans uh, elect me to do very seriously. So I'm excited and ready to go to work. Most importantly, I want to thank God for allowing me to be born in Arkansas and in this nation. We live in the greatest. We live in the greatest state and the greatest nation in the in the world. And I want to also thank my wife Joanna. My little girl and Bracy and Brock and some there's some other kids that aren't here, but all my family and friends, uh, supporters, those of you that have given to the campaign, thank you so much. I do not take that lightly as well because when you give your hard-earned money to help a candidate get elected, that's a big deal. But um, Arkansans, I'm ready, and I just want to thank you so much. Uh, those of you who did not vote for me, I want you to know that I want to serve you as well to the best of my ability. But I didn't go in the room. And thank you. My door is open to everyone across this state. And, you know, the Secretary of State's office, even though it is a office, it should be governed in a nonpartisan way. And I want you to know that I will do that. So thank you so much, Arkansas, and I look forward to serving you as uh, Secretary of State. Thank you. All right. There was John Thurston. Good man. Like I said, as far as any of the other Republicans, I think he's the, the greatest, nicest Republican I know that holds a constitutional office. Nothing against any of the other guys. He's just got great character. I mean, of, no of, about of, it. of anybody in elected office in Arkansas, I think he is one, one, one of the very nicest as far Jordan as got you being, being even keeled and, and, and just patient. All right. You were saying, Paul? No, I think John, I, I'm agreeing with you there. John Thurston, I think it, he is one of the most um, level-headed as far as keeping his emotions under control and, and just being kind to people. All right. Let's get to the bottom of the hour break. We'll do that here on the Dave Ellswick Show. I brought my phone. I just got it. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. All right. Let's continue our cover. It's really hard to hear here, just so you know. I know you don't really care, but the bottom line with the rock and, with the rock and roll stuff that's going on right now, it is it's really hard to hear. And there, the band's going to stop for a moment. Hard to hear with the band going, man. Can hardly talk to you guys. So, anybody got some insights of what's going on right now at all? You got to get a microphone there, girl. Find yourself a microphone. Okay. We've got 126 Republicans for the House right now, but we've lost 14 to the Democrats. Okay. So we can lose nine more and be fine. All right. If we lose 10, we lose. Okay, so Whit Wilkow said, uh, you said to me, that's another talk show host, he's a libertarian, who said he thought we'd win by one tonight, huh? That's what he said on his radio show. All right, well, he we'll predicts see. it will win by one. All right, so while we were gone, Ted Cruz has won. All right, he is senator of New York, of uh, New York, Texas, Texas. again. Uh, other names that uh, have won: Mansion has won in West Virginia, narrowly, but he won. Uh, I haven't heard about McCaskill. Have we heard anything, Hannah, about what's going on in Missouri? Nope. Let me find out. Yeah, she's going to check it to see. See now, because that's another one I wanted to see go go down. CB, um, CBS is reporting Republicans will hold the House. So 
Seriously? Yeah. Well, Who said that? CBS. Really? He didn't say it. He said so Claire McCaskill is ahead, 50.9% to Holly's 46%. I do not know how much of a percentage that's reporting, though. Yeah, Heidi Heitkamp has been ousted out of North oh, she's Dakota. Oh, she's officially lost. Yeah, she's done, too. So if I count right, uh, we picked up two Senate seats tonight. I'm still hoping for three or four. To get, we need to get uh, Tester up in Montana. I want him gone, and I want uh, McCaskill gone because we because Mansion is already won. Did you say something about Tester? Yeah, talking to the mic, so you. What did you say about Tester? Yeah, I, I don't know any any numbers yet, but we need to get rid of him. We need to get rid of him. You know, so we're working at it. One of our one of our Facebook viewers, Paula McCarty, says we hold the house from what CBS was reporting. So it's kind of all over the place. I mean, we got which is unusual, which is a little disturbing when you've got the networks already saying, you know. It, and what, I and I agree with networks, Elizabeth. I agree with them. Call it that the that the Democrats have the house, and then another one calls it that the that the uh, Republicans have the house. So I agree with Elizabeth when they start calling races when you hardly have any precincts reporting. Right. It's it's like voter suppression. McClaskill is losing by ten percent with forty one percent reporting. All right. Here's another. Here here's another one. CNN now reporting Republicans <laughs> definitely keep control of the Senate. Wow, that's not a surprise. That's a real hard one to call. We've lost 15 to the House. It's probably the only true statement CNN has made all day. That's true. (laughs) CNN said? Yeah, they said that we control the Senate. The Senate. The Senate, not the House. We've lost another in the House. We're at 15. Which one? I'm seeing it. I'm checking. We'll find out where. Maybe we can get so some, somebody have the CBS side up. I can pull, see if I can pull it up. Hey, here. somebody search around and find somebody that that tells us the information we want to hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Republicans, what would you we don't like to? That. What would you like to hear, and how much oh, are you willing to pay for yeah, it? That's exactly right. That's how it works, isn't it? Hey, you know that things are not feeling good when I'm drinking a leaded soft drink. <laughs> no, no diet. I mean, the real thing. This is, Amy this and I is had Jan, this conversation Jan's today. Uh, Jan's uh, version of tequila shot right there. She's drinking a Dr. Dr. Pepper, Pepper, a real one with sugar. With yeah, sugar, with sugar. That's leaded I'm with being sugar. My bad, my baddest right now. Yeah. I am. Uh, I'm talking. It looks like Carol Cruz is going to win over in uh, Faulkner County for prosecutor. And uh, if we get confirmation on that, we'll have her give us a call so we can talk to her for a few moments. We got more numbers coming in. We're crunching them over there, Hannah, and the folks are working on them. Russell, so we're talking to everybody. I can go through a list of the seats the Democrats have picked up. They picked up Colorado District 6, Florida District 26, Florida District 27, um, Illinois District 6, no Can- surprise. Kansas District 3, Minnesota District 3. All right. New Jersey District 11, New York District 11. And they've picked up four districts in Pennsylvania. 
That's kind of a surprise to me. But a um, Republican did flip one of those, so it's a net gain for Democrats at okay. three in Pennsylvania. All right. And now we're reloading. So it's not, it's, it ain't over till it's over. Here's another interesting governor Here's race. Another interesting one. Governor race there in Colorado. Apparently, they elected the first openly gay governor. Yeah, I saw in the history of the country. Yeah, in Colorado. That's all right. Where was? Yeah, but, but Republican or Democrat? Democrat. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's a Democrat. Where Democrat Jared Colorado. Paulus. Yeah, in Colorado. But where was it that? Uh, on the East Coast, they got their first transsexual uh, uh, constitutional office. I don't know. I forget that that, that, sure. was, that was that happened a couple of days ago. Yeah. So anyway, just no. I just was told Leslie Rutledge will join us in a few minutes okay. to talk to her. So we'll we'll talk with her. Hopefully, John Thurston will stop by, and then we're waiting for Carol Cruz to give us a call. You know why do we? Why is it that we we go to? We have the first, you know, gay governor of a state or the first transsexual. I don't care about people's sex life. I don't even want to know about it. I don't want to know what you want to do or it who is, you want is, to do. What sex kind of you want? A, I don't want to know a, about that. It is why? kind of a canary in the coal mine for for the population's it morality. Is. We know we've never said we've never had people run for office and say, "So you like you're a woman? You like having sex with men, right?" So that means you're heterosexual. So that's what who you know. Cares? You know what I find interesting? People, the okay. pro-choice people, say we want you out of our bedroom, but yet they're concerned about what your sexual orientation is when you're running for a public office. I prefer the don't ask, don't tell policy. Myself. Yeah, I prefer the don't ask, don't tell on ethnicity too. You know, when they ask race on, on, on applications, on, on government why are we applications. still doing that? Why, why are we still doing? Yeah, that? Yeah, why, why is it on government applications? You shouldn't be hiring anyone based on the color of their skin. That's, uh, hire them because of because people do not. I'm sorry. People do not want equal treatment. They want special, special treatment. treatment. Well, you know, I do understand there was a time in America when we needed affirmative action. I understand there was a time, but we're past that time. We've had a black president now. We've swung a little too far the other direction. We, we, we've gone I, overboard. I think a lot of this stuff is actually hurting black people. It is. We need, they need free markets. If you look at some, some of the history of the minimum wage laws, if I understand it correctly, they were put in place by white people because they're trying to to, to um, disenfranchise black people. Because when you put a minimum wage up, the, the black people don't have the opportunities to negotiate their wages. We have sacrificed liberty for the sake of political correctness. Political correctness or just... Or security. Look at the NDAA and the Patriot Act. We, we, we keep sacrificing liberty for the sake of things that are, uh, that are Lies. killing us. Yeah, Lies. That are destroying There's so many cases... You need to give up your liberty to make us safer. And how has it made us any safer? All right, got to get a break in. We come back. We're going to have the Attorney General on with us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We went from 15 to 14. Here on the Dave Ellswick Show and joining us, the newly re-elected Attorney General of Arkansas, Leslie Rutledge. Well, good evening, Dave. It's so good to be here with you. You remember you. doing this six, uh, four years ago? I do. I mean, what a, what a wild night that was. Yep. I mean, I, I won by 9%, but they, they wouldn't call it. But but tonight, we felt good. I've been traveling all across Arkansas, hearing from people, meeting with them. I go to all 75 counties each year. So so we were feeling really good going into this, but you just can't take it for granted. You know? I haven't yet. I have not heard anybody call District 2 for French Hill, but I hear that he's leading by about 9% now, so 
which which in elections is a landslide. So yes. I mean, I, I I don't know when when nine percent became close. So yeah, well, when it comes so to it's the ready press. To, it's it's ready to close that one out. Yeah, if it was the other way, if it was the other person, they wouldn't be calling it and writing his obituary. Well. I think French has done a remarkable job, oh, and, and I'm excited. And, you know, we've got all of the constitutional offices reelected, uh, you know, three of the congressional seats they've called. Uh, we're very, you know, excited about French's race. But, you know, tonight we're going to celebrate our victories tonight. But we got to get back to work tomorrow. GOP party party. It is, you know, and, <laughs> and, and we went so many years without being able to, to have this sort of not so. So we know what it feels like to be the minority party but now that you know we are the majority party in arkansas and we've got to lead well and we've got to lead right and that means that we can't let up we've got to keep working hard we've got to keep passing good conservative laws in this 2019 session and i'm going to keep defending those good conservative laws that's my job as the attorney general do me a favor and lead the uh, legislature in getting rid of the bad laws well, that, that that would be ideal uh, to get rid of all sorts of bad ideas, but um, but you know, but it's important that that we hear from people and that all, all walks are heard from, and and that's the job of the legislature is to vote down bad ideas. And uh, we're we're very blessed to have, have a great legislature, and I, I think that you know under the current leadership, we're going to get some good things done uh, this session and uh, next session in 2019 and 2021, but. We've got to hold our elected officials accountable, and uh, that's you know the importance of elections. We had incredible turnout uh, over the last couple of weeks leading up to today, and I mean just a, just a great night all around. We had a good feel going into to today, but again, you can't take it for granted. So even with a brand new baby at home, I, I was running myself ragged all over the state asking people to vote for me. Well, nobody ever outworked you. I know that. Well, that that's my motto is that nobody's going to outwork me. So. I appreciate that. Now, they might out-golf me, as you well know. but I don't know. When we I, had it, our team, it was pretty good. It was. It, well, it, it was for a great cause, you know, yeah. because it was for uh, veterans that day. And I've, I've been known to sing karaoke for Youth Home. And um, <laughs> they, they make fun of me for my singing ability. But nobody's going to ever hire me to, to sing. This isn't Nashville. I'm not going to be found. But I, I will, you know, step out there for a good cause and, and put myself out there for the people of Arkansas. Congratulations. Well, thank you, Dave. I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, you know, interviewing folks, spreading the message, raising issues that need to be brought up and for Arkansans to talk about every day. So, well, Leslie, you have a good night. Go celebrate. Well, thank you. And y'all have a blessed night. Let me know if I can do anything. God bless y'all. All right. You're already done bringing in the crop, right? We are. We've got the harvest in. I've got the harvest in. I've got the new baby. So, you know, we are just going to enjoy Thanksgiving in a couple of weeks and just continue working hard for our Kansans and, and roll on. So, all right. Thank, all right, you, thank you, Dave. Much. You yeah, bet. A great one. Thanks for being with us tonight, Leslie Rutledge. Thanks, sir. Re-elected as the uh, Attorney General of Arkansas. Congratulations, Leslie. All right. We're going to try to get John Thurston in here if we can. Thank you, Josh. Josh Mesker stopping by and working with her, so it's good for her. I don't know. Have we heard anything for Carol Cruz, uh, Zach? No, have not. Okay. Well, if she gets in before 10 o'clock, we'll have her on. If not, can't do it get her on tomorrow during the show we can bring people in have you announced about charlie collins race Dave? yes yeah, yeah charlie okay, collins has lost uh wow. up in northwest arkansas that's a bummer 
It's uh, terrible, Dave, you know, because Charlie led the ch- uh, charge correctly on the Second Amendment, on uh, gun rights uh, for Arkansans. As you know, Leslie uh, was very strong on that from the very beginning, coming in, issuing an attorney general opinion, saying that our Second Amendment rights shall not be uh, diminished. Uh, and that was recently uh, affirmed by the Court of Appeals in Arkansas, the first yes, appellate but we court. Yes, but we need our governor and our lieutenant governor and our, especially our attorney general to come out and once again validate that. Because just this week we had a, a, a citizen arrested because he was open carrying a gun without a permit. And police thought that, I mean, they arrested him for illegally carrying a weapon. And, and there are still a lot of law enforcement people out there that don't know. And, Absolutely. And our Republican leadership has got to clarify that. And, and Leslie was at the vanguard of that. Leslie has issued a number of opinions that has said that have said exactly that. Uh, and I agree with you. I want to see all elected officials endorsing she that. She hasn't been very clear though about the constitutional carry. She hasn't. She really. She she stated well, yes, we are a constitutional carry state. But then, like the governor, she muddled the water. She made people led people to believe that it's still it, it is subject to prosecutorial opinion in individual counties. Well, and that's problematic because our constitutional rights. No. No, are not subject to any of prosecuting not. attorneys. Of course opinion. not. But I must, uh, I must give Leslie credit, and, and I've disagreed with her on things. But in in the um, attorney general opinion that she issued, she said that there is at least a Second Amendment right to open carry, if not both open and concealed carry. Yeah, not so, only the national the Second right. Amendment, but the Article Two of the Arkansas Well, of course, I, I refer to the Second Amendment as both the U.S. Constitution and the equivalent, which, interestingly, not is not number two, but we generally call it. Second Amendment rights, both at state and federal level. So I think she was uh, has been uh, amongst the strongest uh, proponents of that of all the constitutional offices, and only seconded probably by um, uh, Charlie Collins, who uh, we've just learned unfortunately oh, man. has See, now lost. You had to say that. Now, yeah. I love Charlie. Charlie's yes. a friend of mine. I yeah. like him a lot, but he and I disagree on that because right. he is responsible for the enhanced legislation, and you and I yes. both know that that is 25 pages of additional restrictions. That's not that's not increasing government. Absolutely. That I don't know what the NRA. I, I don't take my calling card from the NRA. That enhanced legislation broadened the ability of concealed carry license holders to carry in various places. But now they've left list. it up to places to put to, to, individual places can still put signs on the doors and say no. you can't carry. Only People a few. With enhanced Only a few. Have been complaining that, about that. that. That is just not accurate. That, that most it is places. Accurate. That I'm is out not. There. I'm hearing it look, every single day. And I'm a law professor, and I'm and telling you. State police certified concealed license. That's wonderful. All right. I'm telling you that the law has enhanced the ability of licensed carriers to carry. All right. Let's bring it. Come down a little bit. I'll bring you back. I'll bring both on on one day on the show, and you can argue the whole hour about it. No, I can end that debate in about five seconds. I was trying to be nice here. Okay. Okay. Don't be nice. Just be correct. That's all. I am correct. Okay. That's a good retort. (laughs) So I have some reports that they've called Hill's race. I'm trying to verify that via Politico. But according to my mother, Hill's race has been called. (laughs) We're trying to get it. Thanks, Hannah's mother. We're trying to get all the information we need here. You say about, they call it right now about, Yeah, French Hill, they're saying they call this race, but we don't have verification yet. So we're Let trying to get it at this time. The big part that we've got going on here is 
I'd like to go over and just turn the band down a little bit. I, I appreciate the great music, but we've lost a lot of the people in this room, and they could bring it down without yes, they killing, bring it down. killing yes. our ears and uh, probably blowing everybody out on the radio. So as far as the house goes, um, earlier before we talked to Leslie, yes. we were down 15, but apparently flipped another, ho- another house seat because we're only down 14, and we only need 80 more seats to go to take the house. All right. We still have a shot here, folks. And I'm working on Hill. But Give I me a just, second. I yeah, but just those got word. AP just said that uh, the uh, Democrats are admitting the big blue wave has not happened tonight. Oh, absolutely Because, not. of course, they've totally lost the Senate. If we've gained in the Senate, we still got a couple of seats out there that we can still gain on. So... Real clear politics. Hannah, what's the latest with McCaskill, Missouri? Um, I'm and not sure, but McSally is up in Arizona, and the last time I checked, that was 7% reporting. That is she was up by about 1%. Okay. With seven percent reporting. Okay, that's uh, not that's even. Good. Let me check. That. So, Real Clear Politics has not called Hills a race, but let me check with Politico. All right, we're looking around. Look uh-huh. at AP. Maybe AP is called it. I don't know. Okay, thank you very much for cutting back on the music for, for a little bit. All right, we got about four minutes left here. We'll get in as much as we can for you, Robert. This first time you've been over to the the Victor's party, haven't you? No, I was here probably five or six years ago was the okay. last time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You got here late. I was teaching class. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I thought maybe you were just drinking by yourself. Well, a little both. <laughs> right? They're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> Sometimes true. I'm drinking in class. Yeah, you have you know, to. When exactly. You're... They, they think it's iced tea. Yeah, I right? got you. Dave, is that, he, you know, I thought I didn't know who he was, but he's the one that came in, I, I think, do you remember, was, am I right? That was you. I know it was when we, sure. we discussed the... Um, <laughs> The gov- sovereign immunity. Yes, well, that was right. you. That yes, was I never knew that was the. I, I, Robert Steinbach. He would yeah. talk about Steinbach. I'd be like, oh my goodness, you know. And it's sure enough, it's it's yeah. kind of interesting because everybody comes in at different times, and at times they don't get to meet everybody. Well, tonight, did you have a beard? The beard is new. No. Did you have the just, beard this summer? No. no. Fox. Th- that's why I didn't recognize Fox yeah. called Hills Race. Fox. Fox. Fox News has called Hills. Hill. Hill. Local okay. Fox News. Fox says Hill. Big Fox. The big Fox. His. Big Fox, little Fox. Yeah, so he's won. That's good news. That's yes. really good news. Not unexpected, but it's good to get the confirmation. Just, so, for, just for everybody right. uh, on, that's listening on the air, watching on uh, Facebook Live, tomorrow... I'll be up early calling people, trying to set them up to come on and talk and talk to us. Of course, friends should be one of them. I saw John Bozeman here earlier, but couldn't get over to him to get him to come on. We'll try to get a lot. We'll get Westerman on. He won tonight. So uh, I'm sure that uh, Rick Crawford won and Womack won. I'm you sure know, Dave, we, we spoke, I think it was yesterday, on the show about what will happen if the Democrats don't uh, have their big wave. And clearly they haven't. They may still take the House. We'll see. But they have not had the success that they were hoping for. What do you think is going to happen to the Democratic leadership nationally as a consequence? If they do not win the House, okay, if they don't win it, Say goodbye to Pelosi and say goodbye. And Schumer, you may be able to say goodbye already. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they will be gone. And they better understand you've got two more years. And if you don't play ball a little bit, 
you may be at a, a real minority when Trump starts running again. Yeah, yeah. because Trump is... If, he's a force in and of himself. And he's going to have coattails. Yeah, he's he going, and when he runs, the coattails, of course, are longer than when he's just campaigning during a uh, midterm. That's right. All right, we're out of time. Get ready. The uh, Salem Radio Network will take Woo-hoo! over now. That was a long day. And they will keep you up on what's happening nationally. Thanks for joining us tonight to Hannah and to Jan and to R.D. and, of course, to Shelly, Elizabeth, Amy, Robert Steinbach, Paul Calvert, and everybody, and even Reggie, who's been in the background, <laughs> to my my buddy Russ, who put all the equipment together and has kept this going, and Zach back at the studio. Good night, and thanks for joining us. Good night. Good night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.